Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. Holy crap, do we have a show for you today. If it's one thing that is often said about 1982's Q the Winged Serpent, it's that its main characters seem to all be in different movies. Then at some point, they all kind of cross paths. It's very interesting. And today, we are honoring the legendary Richard Roundtree, who plays Sergeant Powell. And he gives that sort of great performance you'd expect from Roundtree. But at the same time, I kept wondering, what other dope stakeout movie does he think he's in? Because <laughs> it's amazing, but it's like, uh, I don't see how this works in a kaiju movie. Anyway, let's take part in a jewel heist. Go on a Bill Burr-type rant with our partner that puts up with us for some reason. Use a giant monster serpent to solve our problems. And skitty scat scat our way to becoming the reluctant hero of our city. Now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast, you we're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips, it's the Mustachio Podcast, you. All right, what is up, everyone? This is your host of the Mustachioed Podcastio, Daniel Segura. And today, I have some, some names, some voices that you are used to hearing in your ear holes. That's right. We have Mikey Twiggy Wood uh, from the Grindbin Podcast. We got Tim Yobo from the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Man, and we got like Urkel today. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm a little sick. Where's I'm a little the theme sick. song? And um, we got Matty Ice... Um, alleged comic book writer. Yeah. <laughs> Not from anywhere. Not from anywhere. I think you've got some plans, though, right? I do. Possibly. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. I was wait, like, wait, did he Matt start a podcast? Guest E7 in the room. What's up with that? Tim, that's a visual joke. Um, uh, I mean, this yeah, is an audio that's, medium. I'm working a little, on a nickname for myself. Uh, a little behind you know, the curtain, Tim, everyone. You can nope. see people's names in the, the recording studio. Yeah, so. you can't, uh, Tim, the audience can't see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. It's just supposed to be an inside joke for us. I mean, it it was more that I just hit I I hit enter before I typed a name in. Yeah. He was that. just trying to get connected. We had some some technical Leave this out, Daniel. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, this is one great, long this is great Keep audio. it in. Yeah. This is great Keep content. One minute into the show, Matt, do you think mm-hmm. it's going well? It's going great. Yeah. It's going great. Yeah, whenever I just give up on the hosting duties, the episodes seem to be pretty good. So I'm just gonna lean back and let Tim carry the show for for today um so yes we are honoring richard roundtree um and a bunch of other honestly like there's like 40 mustaches in this movie oh, this, uh, this is 70s new york cops every yeah. single cop had a fucking mustache it's fucking gorgeous they're everywhere um all different types um some very kind of stinky looking and some very clean <laughs> so it just kind of depends um wow. and we're we're talking about q the winged serpent a half film noir half kaiju movie that does neither of them particularly well but put together god damn i had some fun watching this motherfucker i don't know about y'all but uh oh, I, I enjoyed it yeah. i yeah. love this movie loved it it is so much fun. I've seen it before. I think this is maybe the third time I've seen this movie. Um, the first time I think I saw it, I forgot what what shit I saw it on. And then the second time was I think Joe Bob was doing it, and this yeah. is my third time. Um, I 
think it's just such a cast of characters. I think having two kind of wild dudes like Carradine and Moriarty in the same movie is fucking hilarious to me. I couldn't wait for them to like it was almost like a final bout in a boxing match like i could not wait to get these guys on screen together i think dude i said it this is heat this is heat (laughs) before heat right you have these two powerhouses and the movie keeps building and building when are they going to meet the scenes where they they pass each other in the fucking police precinct but they're never really quite in the same shot at the same time and then bang they're drinking coffee i felt like (laughs) wow you know damn tim that's a it does make a lot of sense that they break it yeah. down like that. He's like uh, super like clear headed in in this because we're recording a little earlier in the day, and this guy's sharp. Give right me now. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought you could tell the scenes they filmed first together because there's a point when you can almost see the switch in Carradine's face. He's like, "Oh, so this is how we're playing it." Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. This guy's going to be fucking crazy the whole movie with more. Oh, Arity, I bet you that right? bar scene was the first day that they shot together, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And he says, like, the fuck you know, and Carradine's like, oh, so this, okay, I see where we're going with this. <laughs> I love that scene so much. That is so fucking great, yeah. So, Matt, you brought, yep. you recommended this movie. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's great? Yeah, so... <laughs> this is one of those movies that um, I saw it I th- the first time was in uh, like freshman year of high school, uh, just renting everything at the video store. And uh, this is not not happened to me too much, but I'm sure everyone's got a movie that they've watched at one point in their life and were just kind of perplexed by it. Like you got done with it and I was like, what the I don't I don't know if I liked it. I know I didn't hate it. And I didn't know what I was expecting, and then I, I felt oh, like, like sex for the first time. <laughs> I, you didn't know that you liked it. <laughs> all, all Dan you knew was, "Hey, I didn't hate it." Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's try that again. Maybe I'll get better. How was it for you, Daniel? <laughs> I didn't hate, hate it. It's <laughs> fine. High five. Thought you were maybe gonna spank my ass or something. You didn't do anything. I was laid there. Well, <laughs> Daniel's first time, and he's expecting to get his ass spanked. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did a lot of research beforehand. Yeah. Right. I did do research. Yes. That's true. Um, I'm sorry, Matt. Continue. Oh no. So this was just a movie. I I kind of I would seem to just kind of return to pretty i'd say a few times throughout like high school and then there was a long time when i didn't see it and i i feel like i still every time i watch it i still don't know how i really feel about it um because as we kind of touch as you kind of touched upon like it does it's a giant monster movie Mm -hmm. it's a jewelry store heist Mm -hmm. it's uh a police procedural uh, <laughs> it wants to be so much. It, it's so much. And, you got but, that Aztec uh, magic guy floating around. Aztec magic, and this is all ninety minutes of film. Like they right. really get going crazy. in this motherfucker. Well, and you know what I <laughs> realized crazy, yeah. that, and and this is actually kind of something I just was thinking about, but probably like a, around one of the first times I saw this movie would have been about when the. Um, uh godzilla the roland emmerich version came out oh the best one <laughs> sure sure oh uh, wait a second so which one came out first because like i say at the end well, of this movie this. somebody's a hack wait well i guess well, roland oh, is oh yeah yeah because of the wit yeah yeah we'll wait it. well i mean obviously this came out first yeah 
<laughs> Good job, Larry Cohen. <laughs> Tim, are you going to talk, or are you just going to drop I know, these just, grenades? You asked the question. I'm just <laughs> throwing grenades, man. Come on. Oh, okay. But, you know, the one thing that that movie, the the, the American Godzilla, do, or the Roland Emmerich one, does that was so painful to watch is they try to make it so you have to follow like just every you know people on the ground everyday people there's you know scientists but there's like the news reporter and all this stuff you know and it's supposed to make it oh yeah like, creepy hacking's area exactly yeah. but it's supposed to make it relatable that <laughs> this giant that was thing never is, in anything yeah the one that looks yeah, like someone that's, else yeah that's right because all the ladies who went to see uh godzilla on that opening night were like yeah that's right i got a creep for a boss too i can relate to that chick <laughs> <laughs> Roland put one in for the ladies. Oh. <laughs> and I think, well, Matt, I think the big problem with the Godzilla versus what this movie does is Godzilla, the Roland Emmerich one, and even to some extent the uh, the first reboot one with, uh, what's the guy, Breaking Bad doing it. Yeah, Brian Cranston. They hide Godzilla. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's nighttime. Yeah. It's in the rain. It's half in the fucking ocean, behind buildings, something like that. This one... This that fucking wing serpent is out right. fucking taking us. Yeah, he's getting a sunburn. Right. <laughs> this, he burned um, all his feathers off. He flew too close to the sun. Do you think that was for money? Wow. Like Larry Cohen didn't want to spend the money on night to shots? shoot at night? No, no, no. He's not spending any money. No, right. No, no, no. Well, no back then, the... it was you showed the shit. You're doing claymation, right? Show it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. true, yeah. But, you know, okay, so I, when I was watching this, I really realized that, like, I've seen a lot of Larry Cohen's movies, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is the one where I'm like... <laughs> Dude is a genius. Yes. Okay? And he's mm-hmm. a genius in the way that, like, Matt just described uh, the Emmerich uh, Godzilla, right? Mm-hmm. Too many times you watch these movies where you have to follow these characters on the ground, right? But they're all boring. That's so exactly, what yeah. Larry Cohen's done is he took, like, three different movies and mixed them all into yes, I the think, characters. Yeah. I think and so each one is, could have stood on its own. Yes, each No, character. I think there's 15 minutes. I think these are, like, spec scripts. Like, it was like, I yes. don't know what spec script is. Maybe, like, so, I'm just it, thinking, it's like, maybe it's, like, 15 pages. And, and he ran like, into another guy? Let's put the three of these together. Like, yes, the way yep. chocolate and peanut butter was made? Like, he ran yes, into another dude yes. and all the spec scripts yes. got mixed up. And he's like, the Christ, the building elevator. They but got the, fuck, the Chrysler he, Building Elevator. <laughs> yeah. But what I love about it is he gave every character their own movie and still a movie around all of those yeah, characters. Yeah, right. because Richard Roundtree's yeah. in a different movie. Like, oh, the way yeah. he's yes. acting is not... It doesn't flow with the rest of the movie. But it's so <laughs> but fascinating. It works. Paul it works. Thomas Anderson, you hack. And there are so <laughs> many things going on that there is never a boring scene because you're like jumping from character to character being, oh shit, oh, we're going to get back so into rapid. a serial yeah. killer movie. Yeah. Dude, or, even oh, the, fact the mob kicks- movie. And usually a lot of these kaiju movies, there's a whole bunch of walkie-talkie in the vi- like the first like 50, 20 minutes right. before. And this one, man, someone fucking gets their head cut off like, <laughs> yeah. immediately. Well, and yeah, think I want to know how that guy got there. <laughs> I know, like, I was kind of more infatuated with, like, how does the window washing work in the early yeah, 80s? Exactly. Dude, so that guy, by the way, is the real window washer. <laughs> oh, the Empire <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So that's a real stunt. He's really outside that window. Yeah, that's he agreed like- to be in the movie. That's awesome. Well, he plays a creeper really well, so I feel like maybe he's done that before. Because yeah. it's like he's hooked on the ledges. 
on the uh, the edges yeah. of the uh, that individual yeah. window, yeah. and there's nothing else there. I'm like, how did he get there? How does he move He's to the, the next guy. window? Is he like that... swinging from one window to the next, like fucking Spider Man? Tim, apparent. I was reading up on. Apparently, that guy is the guy who cleaned the windows in the Empire State Building. Like, he, that's what he's doing. That's but his how job. That's he how he do does it. it. I want. I want to. I want to learn about this too, Tim. I I really do want to see if there's a documentary about. Yeah, because washing. usually there's like ropes, and they're on a pulley, right? So they, yeah. like, they lower they're themselves like up and down. Thing, they move yeah. over one row, and then they're going up and down like that. But this guy's literally just Latched like he's like in. a fucking tree lumberjack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was he's crazy. like a guy climbing a. Uh, electric pole you know he's like tied yeah. up to it mm-hmm. it's really it's weird you couldn't pay me enough to do like i that was my second thought i was wondering how much is that motherfucker making Hopefully but then he does lot. get to like he does get the hound dog hot chicks all day long yeah i mean so that, there is a side benefit that window was it did kind of look like he maybe goodbye creamed on it because that window was real like he was not cleaning it like it was just getting more and more blurry Oh, you think he was just like coming in that bucket all night long? And yeah. like, this is that's this is my this is my thing. Yeah, this is my special it's, window for my special girl. Wait until it dries in the sun. It's gonna be like a prison. Oh, it's good. oh and look, yeah. man, nobody else is like church window. <laughs> Talk about stained glass windows. Talk about sugar. <laughs> talk about sugar glass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How did we already get to? That was my fault. I brought it in. Yes, it was a pretty well, clean show. You know, Daniel, right, well, you know, you're a little fucking instigator here. You're the one who yeah. always like starts this shit, and then when like we go with like the next couple of steps, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! But you're the one who started the whole "is he circumcised" thing. <laughs> Dude, that wasn't even this episode. <laughs> no, that's Wait, a couple of ago. No, Daniel, it's all your fault for starting all the sex <laughs> yeah. and boner comedy because you once asked a question about a guy was he circumcised? No, <laughs> no, but. Fault. No, when he said that, we made a couple of jokes. He's like, oh, all right, come on, come on, come on. All right, we're going too far here. And then now he just did the same thing. He's like, oh, I think he goodbye creamed all over that window. And then he's like, oh, now it's disgusting when Tim says stained glass window. <laughs> no, I thought it was funny. I was just, I was apologizing because I kind of opened the door and you fucking walked through it like a champion. You came right in. You just, yeah. yeah, you came fucking hard as a rock coming through, man. Jeez. Um, yes, and by the way, Moriarty, definitely circumcised in my book. I feel. Um, just he was plus, you think that guy? Yeah, he did like it shits himself. Pisses yeah. while he's at work. Just <laughs> pulls his pa- pulls his pants down, takes a quick piss while he's on like the hundred and seventy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm with Matt though. Is that he either was uh, circumcised at birth or in an accident at some point? Yeah. Oh, he life. chose to do it. Yeah, no, no, no he it chose. Was, no, at like was, 32, no he went to there the was doctor. A choice. Yeah, it was yeah. public. He went Talk goodbye, turtleneck. He I heard Bill Clinton isn't too. circumcised. I don't want no part of that. Cut my dick off. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he's the... He's yeah, the, he's, he's, he's the guy who guy. got circumcised and moved out of the country when Bill Clinton became president. Yeah. yeah he wasn't having it. He if was I was going to get it. circumcised as an adult, I think I'd just go to a tailor. I'd be like, could you just uh, pull this sleeve up a little bit for me? <laughs> Oh, what do you think they're going to They're going to take the foreskin, they're going to put like a little stitch here, yeah. pull it up and make sure it's nice and uniform. They're going to mark it, you know, yeah. with Your the dick pen. cuffs are yeah. nice yeah, and neat. Yeah, you can uh, have a neat. little dick meat cuff, dude. That's kind of nice, real clean. That just sounds like an awesome, in like, something like that. Yeah. You just had like a pit fighter character name, Dick Meat Cuff. <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded Dick Meat Cuff. <laughs> Jesus. So right away, well, um, are yeah. we breaking into this movie already? I guess we are. Well, yeah. Can, here, we, let me say one more thing about Larry Cohen, though, because oh, I was yeah. thinking about this. Because um, Mike, you guys, well, you covered the stuff on Grindr. Yes. Love that and then, movie. 
you covered Maniac Cop 2, and then, Tim, you and I were on... I was on the Bloody Bits that we covered Maniac Cop. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of realized something. Um, this movie, Q, and, and Maniac Cop actually do something very similar They're in the that, same universe. So what's interesting for me is, like, I, he sets up... A, Larry Cohen sets up a huge sense of scale with, you know, a, a limited budget only really a handful of characters um but it feels this, big it, it feels, feels like a big, big movie mm-hmm. and see whereas i and i don't know and this might be more because uh with maniac cop it was a different uh larry cohen just wrote it he did not it was a guy named uh was it william lustig it was yeah. uh maniac director yeah. um so in maniac cop there's that same kind of the script sets up the same kind of thing where suddenly there's there's these murders and then there's supposed to be this citywide panic about like a, a cop that is killing people and but it, it all feels kind of flat like you like they tell you what that you're supposed to be feeling like the city is like up in arms and they mm-hmm. it's all yeah. on edge mm-hmm. but none of it never feels like yeah it doesn't really communicate it to you it, yeah it all stays it all stays within itself this one right. it actually feels like i'm surprised they didn't have any rupert murdoch fucking new york post headlines in this i movie. know they got a nice call out to him yeah <laughs> his name but so i i was thinking that like you know with Larry Cohen, like I think I've seen more of the stuff that he just wrote. I don't know if I've seen a ton of his like I've seen the stuff and uh, the one God told me to. Um, oh yeah, which is crazy. yeah. I watched that a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta check um, it out. It's on the blood bank. Oh, cool. But, it, he, <laughs> but he is definitely a yeah, guy that um, bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Daniel. Do it. Come on. That'll be funny. <laughs> but, yeah, he is definitely a guy that, like, he really excels at directing his own scripts where there are some people that, you know, it's nice that there's another hand in there. And I I, – because I think a lo- his sense of humor and everything comes out so clear when he is the director. But, like, yeah. there's things – He understands with, like, his own work the best, right? Because, like, Maniac sure. Cop – one of the things that like on that episode that Tim and I we were debating a lot is does it know it's supposed to be like is it supposed to be a satire is it kind of funny whereas in this case oh no it knows it's very upfront yeah it's it's pretty upfront my ex wife made the same point believe it or not um, D- damn it <laughs> <laughs> I was well, trying it's, to it's been nice it's been nice being here. Fucking holding that in so hard. (laughs) Um, But no, that is a great point, though. You're you're very much right. I I like the fact it has that satire vibe. Um, It's having fun, baby. That's. I mean, I think that's why. I especially watching this like on repeated watches. I think the movie gets better, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the other thing I read too is like one of the reasons that Cohen always worked with uh, Michael Moriarty is because he truly believed he was like the best actor. <laughs> you and can tell. It's just insane. But that's what's what makes it work is like they understand each other. Yes. Like Cohen mm-hmm. is like, you can do whatever the fuck you want in the this movie, dude. I just loose. want you to like here's the scene, here's the dialogue, whatever, right? But he knows that Moriarty can take it to another level. So he just lets him go. 
And, you know, and it makes sense why Moriarty was so good on in theater. Like his theater career kind of blew up way before he, he. I mean, his screen career was never that huge, and I think he works. I could imagine him like his style working really good in a play because it's a little bit more. He's you know, big. He accentuates more, yeah, and it's more emotional and it's more kind of like chaotic. And I think that really works on a stage and on film. It can be a little jarring because it's not. It seems like he's like in another universe. <laughs> yeah, because no one else is matching his energy. Never yeah. seen a performance like this. Like no. it, it's amazing. He's a madman, and I have to say, it's one of the best performances I've ever I, seen. Thank you. Like, yes. I was so worried you were going to hate his performance, and I was going to be no. so hurt, dude. Because oh, you no, didn't no, no, like him. No. In I the think stuff. this is. So no, this I is was legitimately Academy Award material. Yeah, I was going to say this is Oscar worthy. Yeah. yeah. No, this mm-hmm. is one of the. The best portrayals of like a low level gangster guy with maybe some mental issue. Like I've never no, see, seen I'm anything thinking he's like got, this. No, I think I think he was a drug, a serious drug addict. Well, he was. Yeah, that oh, too. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like trying to. Oh my god, it's just so good. He was hanging out with Al Pacino and that chick mm-hmm. in Needle Park. It's just so funny. Yeah. It's like there's an Oscar movie in here. Oh yeah, no, right. that's with the right film. This guy could have definitely. He could have been an Oscar winner for sure. Like he's just he's happens to be doing this performance in a kaiju movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's amazing. Like yeah, the it, lovable just... underdog. Will he make but, it? But he's not that lovable. He's not like, that lovable though. Thing. But you still <laughs> kind of like him. It's yes, really weird. Agree. Like he's a it's... piece of shit, but you kind but of like him. But that's what I, that, that's this the guy, best part about it. This is seventies though. though. These these oh. were the kind of under. Don't forget, Rocky broke people's fucking bones. Right, but right. But mm-hmm. there's something about like the way that Moriarty plays this character that even when he's doing good, he's obviously still like a scumbag. And that's the thing. Like he his his redemption arc is pretty like it plateaus pretty quick. <laughs> like he's only going to be so good like as, yeah. as a as a human. Um and I, I, I think that's so interesting because he remains likable. Because he's still, you know, throughout the whole movie, you see him, you can totally tell the mistakes that he's made. Like, you, even though they don't necessarily say them very outright. They, yeah. You, know, you, you can tell he's and, definitely done You know, some Matt, uh, hmm. do you think that what really makes it work is the girlfriend character because she kind of tells the audience how to feel yes. like we follow yeah. her She's progression like the conscience of the audience yeah like, yeah and it, it works to... so well right well i right. think what it is you need somebody in this movie that somebody finds some redeemable quality in this guy. right otherwise and she tells who us, the fuck is he yeah and she tells us right in the beginning right one of their first scenes like you know oh you used to be a drug uh drug addict but i really mm-hmm. like you i'm trying to find some good in there and it really does All match right. the audience's uh, come on feelings. honey give it up <laughs> yeah, i know talk, talk about just someone that likes punishment like i couldn't imagine being with someone like that just so fucking erratic and crazy can you imagine fucking that guy while he's scatting all over the guy <laughs> 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 He's All down right. and she's like, just eat my pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry to jump around the movie, Daniel. No, yeah, it's all good. Well, but, it's, um, it's kind of hard to. It's because because this is like three movies. Like it's almost hard. I mean, to you can go scene by scene, but it's you almost feel like you're gonna start talking about different movies like in the middle of it does feel like that a little bit but you know but they do cross paths they so do they eventually all these characters come together because we we do meet um roundtree and carradine's characters i forget that i think it's shepherd and 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's Shepard. I forget who uh, Roundtree is. Yeah. He's Roundtree. Uh, That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And so they, yeah, they just call him Carradine and Roundtree the whole damn movie. Um, yeah. and they're nice also show, Daniel, the uh, the guy that you're doing the whole movie about because he has a mustache. You don't know what his I know. I think it's Powell. I'm pretty sure it's Detective Powell. Okay, it's, it's Powell. Yeah, it is. You go with that. Right? Oh, it is with Shepard and Shaft. It's Sergeant Powell. Yeah, mm. Shepard and Shaft. <laughs> And they look so fucking cool because they're kind of looking still 70s-ish. Um, Carradine's hair is just... Oh, my God. Uh, let it go. Like Tim yeah, said, let I it love go, it. I love you gotta it. Let I mean, it's, like, it's, it's like angel hair, dude. It's like Hulk Hogan hair. <laughs> it's like, like Hulk Hogan, Hogan, Hogan yeah. have the same cut. It's so wispy. Yes, yes it's very wispy. <laughs> it's and like, like the wind keeps that, carrying it. <laughs> if you're that bald, why grow it out? Like, what are Shave you your head. So you just got back from the fucking monastery. Uncle <laughs> wasn't that far off, right? That's true. I know. Yeah, you could be like, no, I did it for the show, or yeah. yeah. Do you think Make that's why um, his girlfriend, like, that's why he dates women with too much hair? Because his girlfriend <laughs> has too much hair. Oh, that's his <laughs> wife, by the way, his real life wife. Oh, he's serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who? Carradine. Damn, I feel bad. His wife's Who's in his this wife? That's who? The one that he was in bed with? The one yeah. he was in bed oh, with. Oh, my God. That's his wife. Holy shit. Yeah, that was something yeah, she else. Popped up out of because that. Larry Cohen's probably like, "Can you just bring your wife to yeah. set?" It's <laughs> like of course. It looks like she came on set at doing after like a binge, and then they just didn't put makeup on her. Man, she looks rough. Boy, <laughs> he knows how to pick them. But like I mean, they had, they had too wow, much chemistry. Uh, That's one for the ladies, ju- huh? <laughs> yeah, honey. <laughs> when I take you home. Don't look too rough. No, I expect no, I expect my women, you know, put a little makeup on when we go to bed. A little something. I don't want to wake up and see you in the middle of the night and get scared. No, no, Daniel, what you do is you get up in the middle of the night and you set their phone clock for like half an hour before you're supposed to wake up. So they're nice and done up. Yeah. Yeah. Let them go to the bathroom, (laughs) let them do all that shit Mm -hmm. while you're sleeping. I want to wake up to the crackling of bacon and eggs and Mm -hmm. you know, I want you to be all ready to go with your the crackling of the toilet. You're like a prince. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, when Carmen Electra was dating Prince, she said that he would make her put on makeup before they went to bed. So that yeah. when she woke I up... I told you. Yeah. I told Jesus. you. Oh, wow. And she put heavy fucking makeup on. Imagine what that... Imagine the poor fucking maid who had to clean that pillowcase. Oh, God. You think she's still there and you realize it's just residue? Oh, you could, like, cut it out and then put it on your face and it'd be like you're wearing her face, like a mask or some shit. Leather face. That's terrifying. She gave it to her kids for Halloween costumes. Like, yeah, it's a Carmen Electra mask. <laughs> it's just a pillowcase. Fuck. Um, but yes, I do love the yeah, fact that Yeah, but that's Prince, them. so come on. <laughs> I know, yeah. Prince is, he's Prince. And, but then um, that is Carmen Electra, so it could have balanced itself out, the power dynamic there. And you know, it makes me think he must have seen her at some point without makeup. It was like, nope, never again. <laughs> never fucking again. I'm going to go make some pancakes. it's going well here? Or... <laughs> I think yeah, this is a great at this episode point, so I have far. no idea. I'm really liking this episode. It's a little bit of everything. Um, I so, don't think we've even got. Oh no, we we did I'm it. Trying, round so, I'm trying. So I'm like, are we still in the cum stained windows? No, we get to. I, I was gonna uh, jump to because they're you know the guy loses his head, and so then we get to Moriarty, who by the way is one of those actors that actually is eating. He's not like just pretending. This guy's full blown fucking oh, feeding God. his face. <laughs> it's great. I love. Okay, it. Okay, so dude. the first scene it's is, so real. is when he's uh, working with or 
talking with the guys with about the, yeah. the job. They got a okay. job. Reservoir I couldn't dogs. remember which order it happened in. Yeah, okay. they're going to do a little heist. One guy's got his phone book out going, who is this? Who is that? And the other one's arguing about Madonna's videos, what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tip. <sighs> and uh, Jimmy Quinn mentioned his, uh, so Moriarty's character is Jimmy Quinn, and he's a driver. And he tries to flex to like get like twenty percent of the payout, and the guy's like, "No, you're gonna get twelve and a half, and you haven't even worked in a while." And it's just like right away, just checked his ass. It's like, nope. Yeah, you're the fucking driver. So, <laughs> so are, are is that supposed to set up that like he's recently out of prison or wherever he was? Like the whole you it's, haven't worked. It seems in a like while? he's oh, yeah, like he's been in and out for a while. And yeah, okay, because yeah. I mean I know they plus talk the about, drug like, problems probably don't help being the the, the, the right know, the getaway driver. Mm-hmm. And we, we do get the little kind of, I guess it's a character, I mean, it's a character, a piece of character information is that, you know, he doesn't carry a gun. Yeah. He doesn't want to deal with a gun. So I, I So think, great. That means you don't have to pay him at the end of the job. Well, right. But I I think that was the, the you know, Larry Cohen going, okay, this is going to be an early way to say, this guy's better than these guys. Yeah. Yes. So let's, let's, start, let's start laying out our tiers of... Per se. Y- yeah. Hey everyone, my name is Eddie, producer, legend, and host of My Crunchy Podcast over on the Podmoth Media Network. If you're looking for something chaotic, somewhat messy, and very incomprehensible, then go stream My Crunchy Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So stop searching and start listening to all your new faves from the Podmoth Media Network team now. Would you but he want is a him being your getaway driver? <laughs> no. Dude, he would be but, so all over the fucking no, I think yeah, that's I, why the getaway driver gets 20%, because they are a major part of the fucking deal. You could rob the they're bank, cool you under rob pressure, the fucking Neil not. Diamond store, but <laughs> you gotta get away, man. You yeah, gotta go exactly. to, like, I don't know, someplace like Sweet Carolina. <laughs> so from there, uh, we cut to a, a, a body that's supposed to be the skin was ripped off, but it mo- looks more like just it was burned. But so we're in Yo, the next the dick movie. is showing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah in our so next one, we are in movie three. Hot dog. We're we're in, we're in the middle of <laughs> <Hot> seven. <dog. laughs> I know his red hot is showing. I like that the <laughs> mustache detective tells the bellhop like, "Oh, you don't want to see this kid. He's already seeing it. He's already <laughs> there." Yeah. Yeah. The Besides, we have to it. clean it up. What do you mean? <laughs> but you're right, Daniel. We started a seven movie now. Yeah. This is yeah. amazing. We're in a serial killer movie at this point. It's insane. So I think this is three scenes, three different movies. Three different movies. Um, yeah, you got yeah, you got monster Kaiju. movie, heist movie, and then fucking <laughs> serial killer film. Yeah, you got like Moriarty's in like a baby driver almost movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby, yeah. baby Moriarty, dude. Oh man, that would be <laughs> That, that would be a movie. Yeah, where he's just uh, listening to music and he's not talking. Right. That would be interesting. Just scatting while nobody else can hear the music. Exactly. You're just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, instead of listening to music, he scats. That's what he does. The whole time he drives, it. he has to be scatting. Yeah. Like, Why won't you stop scatting? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking Police about just knocking on the window. <laughs> There's a good movie. Oh, you there. thought he was shitting everywhere, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, would you be surprised at any point if that character pulled his pants down just no. a big fucking dump? <laughs> you know what? That would be the totally right normal. at the mayor's table. Yeah, he <laughs> he could have, and I would have been like, "That's that fits." And part of my agreement is I want to take a dump on the mayor's desk. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> no one. And I want Rupert Murdoch to take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. It's got to sit there two days. 
No one touch uh, it. So we have the Baby Driver, we have um, Seven, and we also have a Godzilla movie that's going to develop. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, then we we start getting some killings after that from the the you know from our creature the serpent. Um, woman oh, is hanging this the lady out on the roof. The <laughs> Dude, what is okay? Got some this questions. This is insane. One, the fuck is with the astroturf on the roof? Yeah. Like that is yeah. an odd choice. I'm glad right? they got rid of that. Those were condos back in the day, man. That was like the, that was your exercise place, right? Well, I've heard of like pools being on the roof, but this was just like a giant field of astroturf, like a fucking football sized just opening of Astro for listening like, to your boombox and sun tanning yourself but there was like five chairs and i'm like so what the hell do you do with the rest of this space it's just very and like Dude, it's astroturf you play football yeah. yeah sit on fake grass frisbee he could probably shoot some golf balls off the side of the building Who a cares? man died from a football getting <laughs> falling off the building <laughs> and hitting him in the face <laughs> yeah you know wasn't a cantaloupe that got thrown <laughs> off the building Tim. You can't play games up there. Imagine how dope it would be to play foot. Like, football should be played on the roof, and that would make it even more You know what? Look. All right. I got a great idea. During the wild wild card game, okay? As soon as the game goes in the sudden death, stop. Get them in a bus. Bring them to a high-rise building. (laughs) Give them the AstroTurf. No fences. That's it. No fences, no nets. Yeah, sudden death. You can't kick a field goal, right? No, you got to score. You have That's to it. score. It's like there's like six inch space between scoring and falling off the end of the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how know, we lose Tom Brady after all these years. <laughs> there's only one way you're gonna get rid of that motherfucker. Get rid of him. <laughs> have him play on a high rise. Oh god, I bet you he would like catch a ladder from a helicopter and be like, "See you next year, boys." <laughs> Son of a bitch. You should be like Joker at the end of that. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! What this this one's going weird, man. This is a weird one. Well, it is. It, I mean, it is think about the cute. movie, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I didn't put AstroTurf on a roof, Daniel. This movie's what made it weird. This, yeah, okay? this movie is making it weird. Maybe that's just, maybe. Oh wait, is all the, is that building doing something weird? Is that why it's got AstroTurf on the top? Is that like oh. some signal to like people who are rich and have helicopters and can fly from building to building? And that's like putting a flag out. Oh, oh shit! Could okay. be, and we do have a well, Yobo um, looking on and some binoculars uh, on another high rise. On another, so high another rise. guy, honey. Is looking... If you're gonna do that out of your fucking roof, <laughs> and you live in New York in the '70s, you <laughs> know you there's gonna be some creeper telescope. Yeah. It's not even a high powered telescope, well, man. It's a okay. fucking pipe. Okay, but she's being, there's some effort pipe. though going into that. I don't think she cares, Tim, because again, this is the public area. This is anybody. That's true. Yeah, any, yeah. This yeah, isn't her private. She just and she brought music. So that's it. She takes off her top and just starts applying sunscreen right on while her nipples. She's there, yeah, just yeah. all over. Don't want to burn the nipples. No, I mean that's just being smart, right? That that's is. That's got to be painful. That's got. That's got to smart if you don't uh, put sun tan. I'll never forget. I had a friend. Oh, um, we went. We were at the public swimming pool in high school, and he used to really like. He was a really good swimmer, but he was a big guy, like real chunky dude. And he went down diving really deep, and he scraped his nipples on the bottom, and they were bleeding. <laughs> oh, man, God stop man. the podcast. It was fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> man. We're like, dude, your nipples are bleeding. Get the fuck out of the pool, you stupid <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, dude, that's just something I'll never forget. Well, Mike, you never, ever have to worry about having that problem. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you're I never going to go down. Tim. 
I can't float. Right. That's so a actually, oh yeah, sink. you can have yeah. that yeah. issue. Yeah, because you'll just oh, go right, right down. Yeah. Wow. We forgot his powers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I saw it, that's why I hate it so much. When he goes, we all float down here. I'm like, well, not me. Bullshit. I can't relate. Damn man. If you had fucking lung power, you could be like the world champion free diver. That's true. Yeah, well. It's maybe that's the problem is I don't have big enough lungs. Maybe. They just, you know, I don't have enough air and I just sink. <laughs> you do really don't, like, you really don't scream. You always just kind of raise your voice. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever I, heard I, you, like, you're like Seinfeld. You know, like, you can't, you're just like, and it's over! You know, like, <laughs> and you're fired! <laughs> <laughs> so where are we oh the peeping tom guy and then uh his yeah. reaction to her getting picked up by the serpent is so stupid but it's, it's funny great. yeah it's really funny he's just like Whoa. yeah it's so good and then uh then we get back to moriarty and um he gets a gig playing uh the keys at a bar oh god i yeah. love this but the whole thing is so great because like we haven't been introduced to his girlfriend yet mm-hmm. but she works here and, like, you can tell the whole thing was, like, okay, he doesn't know who you are. Come in. And, like, because they share those glances and you know there's a connection yes. with them. It's yeah. just it's good so filmmaking, good. I it thought. Is. Well, yeah, yeah, because what it is, I think what it's, she doesn't want the boss to know that she knows him, that that's yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's right. like, oh, I hear you're hiring. And the boss goes, oh, how'd you, know how'd you hear that? But mm-hmm. isn't it amazing? Like, and, again, this is why I'm saying that Larry Cohen Another Q connection. Really Inside good... information. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really good filmmaker because... Tim, you were able to get all that just through a few shots. Yeah, they don't yes, say that. It's just, it's really good. I think we all know. We, I love this fucking movie. It's incredible. Oh yeah, and, and I this, love how he plays fucking piano. I'll tell you that. Oh. I was gonna say. Well, and this is a scene that like was not in the script though. That's right. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was written at some point. Like, but uh, this was because <laughs> Moriarty was it. He showed up on set the first day listening to his own music <laughs> in headphones. And uh, Larry was Larry Cohen asked him like, "Well, what are you listening to?" He goes, "Just some of my tunes." Yeah. That's why <laughs> he so, loves Michael Moore. He brings his own soundtrack to yeah, the movie. He t- so they, yeah, they basically he, you know, Larry Cohen listened to it. He goes, "Hey, this is pretty good. Let's figure out a scene." And then he's like, "I can't yeah. pay you for this music," but he goes, "But can you put it in the movie?" Sure, why not? <laughs> win win. <laughs> Can you put it in the movie twice <laughs> and in two different forms? <laughs> I like the this idea if he so did a... Weird. Like, Steven Seagal was famous for saying... I mean, he's a piece of shit, but he was famous for... Someone was talking to him, and he and he said, I just read the greatest script I've ever read in my life. And he's like, oh, really? Who wrote it? He's like, I did. And I like yeah. to think that Moriarty did that. He's like, I just heard the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. And Larry yeah. Cohen's and like, he, oh, what? Oh, what yeah. Who? Uh, my band. He called me <laughs> Scatman Moriarty. <laughs> Shows up on the set with headphones on, tuning everyone out, listening to his own music awesome. until someone asks Power him move. what he's listening to. <laughs> and then gets it in the movie. And then he gets I'm to get not, it in the movie. You know what? I'm going to start doing that. Like at work, I'm going to go on calls with the headphones on, you know? Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to tell people like, all music. Shh, shh. I'm going to tell them, shush, shush, shush. Like, and they're like, oh, what are you listening to? And I just go, oh, myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Listen to this part. Listen. That was me. <laughs> And I could be telling the truth because I have a podcast. So it's true. You could technically so be my point to your is, own show. You listen to yourself all the time on headphones in public, Tim. Power move constantly. I yeah. honestly wouldn't be surprised if Tim has been on the subway listening to himself. Guaranteed. Yes. Of course I have. I listen to the shows I'm on. Tim, if anybody ever asks you what you're listening to, you have to say myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just take the headphones out and I'm like, hey, listen to this guy's voice. Isn't it great? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know how those guys will like play music real loud without headphones sometimes on like oh the i hate those motherfuckers that Tim, really start doing it with the podcast just like <laughs> <laughs> play this episode I out should loud do that. yes yeah. you're right and then ask for donations <laughs> oh i should just stand in the middle of the subway car showtime <laughs> Get a Bluetooth speaker, put yes. it on full blast, <laughs> yes. and then and right before the stop, I just walk through the car with my hand out. Like, yeah, give me Pat- money, or I keep staying here and playing this more of this fucking podcast. Patreon.com slash bloody bits. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. I like that, man. Yep. Um, so he does some piano, and he actually does a decent job of like not playing, because I, I think he's actually decent like he's not a great pianist but he's pretty good but it's crazy but he kind of does in a way where it's that was my question is was he i think he purposefully was was, this supposed to be good no was he supposed to be fucking i think he was purposefully trying to not to be super good and kind of make a mockery out of it no 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 i think he's good but would you go into a fucking bar that has well, sawdust on the floor, okay? Right. That's There's not sawdust. There's people this. spitting and playing puking and coming all piano. over this fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. And listen to that kind of piano? No. Okay, hold on. I'd listen to the piano. I could I wanted him to submit. Could you not sing with right, it? Like yeah. that's ruining it. Because you're hearing this good jazz piano, but then like over top of it there's a guy going, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? It's just right. words and sounds, uh, pretty much. And, they, and it keeps cutting to reaction shots, because so the bartender is not having it. No. Nope. The girlfriend kind of is into it at first, but then I feel like she realizes he's sabotaging himself, mm-hmm. because she mm-hmm. kind of turns on it. Like, she does you know, not so happy. I think like, this is the point, Matt, where I think a lot of women in the audience will <laughs> relate to this. Where they'll see something with their boyfriends and go, I'm fucking that? Right. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, is is that was... It was such a good look on her part, though, of like, hey, see, there's some good in him. Look, he's got this talent. Never mind. He's just going to yep, shoot himself in the foot. Yeah. yeah. I like... I do like... Oh, that's um, what attracted her to him. His scatting. Yeah. <laughs> it, the way you say it, I, I mean, I know what you're talking about. She like, saw him scatting on the subway, yeah. you know, took him home. She saw him scat, and then Q-scat. she saw him skeet. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, what you explained though, Matt, is great uh, character work, right? Yeah. So like, immediately we know with this scene, with him singing, that it's like he's good, but he's also crazy. So mm-hmm. you know, it really does work to kind of cement that that character trait just right here. You don't have to right. say it. Yeah. We've seen it. It's it's very, it is kind of, you mentioned um, the Joker earlier, it is very Joker-like. Like, he looks like the yeah. kind of guy yeah. that would become the Joker. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been some good casting. Yeah. It's a better also, Joker. Maybe he than... doesn't even want that job. He likes her. Well, taking that was care the other him, thing right? that I was wondering. Yeah, is, I don't think is, he really cares. Was he sabotaging it on purpose because he knows what he's going to do? Like he's he knows he's going to be a driver be an asshole again. And, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's a really interesting take. He has a little bit of self self sabotage. Yeah, because yeah. there was yeah. a little swagger like at the end that wasn't just exactly. like the, like yeah. he knew yeah, what he was right. doing. He was just waiting yeah. for the bartender to lose his temper about it. Yeah, because right. the he piano does in the was best fu- way. You know what? Doesn't he start out with just the piano and then he goes into the he kind goes of the yeah. crazier and crazier? That's the thing. Yeah. 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 You're right. He does. He starts he getting worse. It up to 11. He fucking trolled wow. this bartender, dude. Yeah, he totally did. He's just like, trolling him. So it is that thing of like his girlfriend being like, "I got a job lead for and you like, and everything." And so he's basically fuck. throwing it in her face. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't and know. plus, right. you could tell, like you said, from that first look, she told him, "Don't 
tell him that I told you about the right. job. I don't want him to know that we know each other. And what is he walks in? He goes, "Hey, I heard you're looking for a bar. T- uh, heard looking for a piano player." Yeah, right. You know, you, this is. Uh, you cannot teach this, okay? No. Like, I went to film school, like, and we looked at a bunch of stuff like this, and you would analyze scenes and stuff like this. You cannot teach this just level of filming. Just listen to this podcast. This is just <laughs> so good. Like, Larry yeah. Cohen, I swear to God, if he got the chance and he wasn't doing this low-budget stuff, he could have been, like, one of the a greatest contender. filmmakers. Like, seriously. The way he's able to compose a scene, and we're talking about this, we have never heard any dialogue between these two characters. Right. And it's just, you can gain so much from just a few visuals. And ironically, right. maybe there's a little Jimmy Quinn and Larry Cohen. Like, maybe he's also a little bit of like, well, fuck all that. I'm just going to do this kind I of... I think you're right, Daniel. You know? Like, because he did, before yeah. this, he got he got fired from making a movie in right. New York. And he yep. had <laughs> already had a hotel room booked for like a month or whatever. So he made this movie by writing a script apparently within six days. Jesus. Yeah, he did two day two days of pre production wow, on yeah, on this movie. Which actually does kind of lend some credence to the idea that maybe this was bits and pieces of a couple things that he had. Yeah. Didn't I have a ton of time to. and There's was just... like, okay, how do I but make But the it way all... he pulls this together is just it's incredible. Like right. I could not do this in six days. There's no way. Oh, God, no. 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 Or who's going to come up with three different movie ideas like this? And just, like this, not, nonetheless. Like, and not like Fred Onion Ray, where it's like, these movies are already fucking made. <laughs> Let me just put them together. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. This is not him, like, re- you know, reusing footage no, that, like, from... OG this is not shit. the Night Train to Terror or one of those. No, no, like, no. All right, what do we do with something that was a disaster? How do we shoot around? It's like, n- no, this was... Essentially, I mean, all written to be one movie, and mm. and that's incredible. So, so get this, Daniel. The other movie was called I the Jury. Okay, mm-hmm. Larry Cohn wrote it and was directing it. He got fired because the producers there was a disagreement with him, right? Yep. But they still finished that movie. These movies premiered on the same day. Wow, he <laughs> was and I the Jury. And let me tell you. Q made three times the amount of money at the box office than his other movie. Wow. <laughs> you know he had the red ass in that shit. Like, he was so pissed. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's coming off this, like, I'll show you. Hey, Jerry, that sounds like a fucking Sue Grafton mm. book. It's a, well, it's it a Mickey Splane uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, adaptation. Okay. Oh, that's right. She does I is for this. Right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but that's that's why I think he writes guys with a chip on their shoulder so well. Does she, she have to AA is for this yet? Or ABD is for this? <laughs> You're right, though, Daniel. It's like, you know he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's just wrote a bunch of characters in this movie with chips on yeah, their shoulders. Yeah, they're just right? all angry. Wow. <laughs> this is like that fucking Robert Evans story from The Kid Stays in the Picture with um, Frank Sinatra and uh, Mia Farrow. Oh, about the detective? Yeah. Yeah. And Baby opening up on the same day and getting right. a, f- a fucking, like, a two-page spread. Mm. Yeah, and he Sinatra was just... Pissed. I don't know why I went, mm, when you said two-page spread. Mm. <laughs> I literally went. Mm. Are you hungry or are you horny? I think I'm uh, both. Well, both. Yeah, yeah dude. I was gonna say it's nothing better than being the double H. There's no and horny. Yeah, there's no rule that says you can't do both. That's for sure. Yeah. You, you guys hungry? don't eat. You guys don't. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, dude. I'm hungry, dude. <laughs> I always love like spending a bunch of time making dinner and everything, and then I sit down to some porn while I'm, you know, eating, eating. that steak, right? Yeah, Get just up in that meat. eating with a boner. I mean, yeah. Look, if you know the recipe, just watch the porn while you're cooking. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. That's next level. Yeah, with knives. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to so do... Watch out for that, ch- watch out for that chaps, ch- uh, chop slap. I mean, you, you got to do something with that bread bowl when all the soup's gone, right? <laughs> so, Tim, when you make those fancy steaks, do you, like, you know, you make them and you and your wife sit down and you're like, oh, you want to watch some porn while we eat? Or Yeah. Yeah. It's good for the digestion. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shake it down, Some baby. <laughs> that is true, though. Like, if I do, if if I do have sex after eating, I I, I like to fuck standing up. Like, I, I feel like I need to be standing up for most of it. Well, you don't want any pressure on your stomach. Yeah, I'm just gonna blow, dude. In the other way, the other direction. Yeah, <laughs> from the wrong end. From the wrong end. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you like to stand up. So you know you you can cover both sides, right? Yeah. Like right. If you blow one way, no problem. Yeah, and I have my hand available to get back there and scoop. Yeah, because it's easier to get shit off a wall than it is to get off your bed sheets. <laughs> How does that yeah. work? Yeah, sure. It is That's easier. That's an old saying, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> From the old country. Uh, I remember my grandma used to say that all the time. I think Dr. Phil said that last Matt. week. <laughs> Just never forget, it's easy to get shit off a wall than it is off the bedsheets. It's bed easier sheets. to get shit off a wall than in your bedsheets. <laughs> Not the best impression, but that was funny as fuck. You know, I don't have No, it's not just like my grandma, uh, But Matt, <laughs> just pull yep. aside one of your kids today and tell them that. Just go, yeah, look, just a little, you know, a little piece yeah, of advice. Just, just like take a quick picture of what their face looks like when you finish <laughs> yeah. that sentence. It is a good saying because it's about thinking in advance. It's about being prepared for what you're going to do. I actually does make sense. Like, I like it, dude. I'm going to use that for sure, dude. You gonna shit on the wall? No, I'm gonna use it as a saying. I'm not gonna actually yeah. do it. And if people are like, "Is that true?" Oh, Daniel, just... the next time you have a big fucking meeting at work, work that saying in. Come yeah, on, record yeah. it. Yeah. I want to hear the. <gasps> you don't have to say shit because at work you could be like, "It's easier to get crap off your wall than off your no, bed." You know me, you know? I'll say and then shit. just move on. Well, you know, yeah. I am now, I am dating someone, and I'm um if things keep working out, I'm gonna meet her family. You're gonna shit on the wall? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet her family in March. Oh, and that that's might a great be a great. Oh, you can pull a total train yeah. spotting, but just you know. you know. Yeah, come on, Daniel, mark her house. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, so are you <laughs> close with your family? And I'm like, oh, I was very close to my grandmother, and you know what? It reminds me, she had this saying. <laughs> and then, can you do me a favor? While you're eating, can, like halfway through the meal, can you start scatting? Just like go, beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to turn on porn. This steak <laughs> like, makes you want to scat and watch porn, baby. Turn although, on scat porn. Although I do oh, like no. that. You go, you, you guys ever watch Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm more of a spank bank guy. Yeah, my but... grandmother got finished watching Pornhub. She <laughs> took me on her knee once and told me, "Little Timmy, oh, it's God. easier to get shit off the wall than it is the bedsheets. <laughs> just make sure there's no wallpaper because that might stain." And just for y'all, I'm going to make sure that my girlfriend records it while I'm saying that line, and you can uh, get the, you know, get the <laughs> reaction to that. All right. Daniel making sure this relationship goes no further. Yep. <laughs> I guess I'm a little Moriarty myself. Oh, you know, I was going to say. Oh, oh, shit. Got a little Jimmy Quinn. <laughs> well, like I said, a little bit of scat is going to go a long way at that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get on the microphone. I'm like, um, look, I know I don't know you that well. I'm just like the new guy, the new boyfriend. Congratulations. I'm going to do a little skit scat for you. Here we go. <laughs> and then just put the microphone right up to your ass and just blow one. <laughs> <laughs> but also definitely walk in with headphones on. 
right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they say, like, what do you listen to? You go, oh, just Mustachio myself. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, what do you do for a living? Podcaster. Podcaster first. Here, listen to this part right here and then play while we're talking about this. Just out loud. <laughs> <laughs> those meta wow, experience. Get so fuck yeah, meta. Wow, Super what meta. a fucking podcast, man. He'll break the internet. <laughs> so uh, from here, we do get that cool interaction. This is the first time he sees Carrot. I was going to say, is yeah, this has got the the great line between uh, Carradine oh, and the so bartender, good. which is, uh, uh, was it, did you find that guy's head yet? Eh, it'll turn up. <laughs> it's like, oh, you seem really oh, does he say that something about like head. it popped off like a balloon and then it cuts to a fucking balloon flying yes. over the There's fucking a lot of that early But you in have the movie. that great line though before that scene this scene ends, Tim, where Moriarty's oh. walking out. Oh yeah. Well you see, if this was another podcast that knows how to open up with like something interesting instead of some old song, we would have done like what? an opening line. <laughs> and I was gonna have Daniel say Hey Daniel, tell me say sounds okay to me. And I was like, Yeah. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> yeah. It was one of the best delivered lines. Well, I was gonna make that it's... the quick impression. We were gonna do it together, but I guess I'm just not gonna do it now. Oh man. Yeah, it's too I late. Keep that out. And you insulted the show, so But um, this is the moment I think that I didn't Carradine, say this show. <laughs> because again, by the way, Carradine didn't read a script before accepting the role to this movie. No. He just said yes. He just and said so, yes. Yeah, money. Wow. He got on I need to set. build I need to build myself a new closet. <laughs> The other one got wrecked. <laughs> and I feel like this is one of the There's shit all over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out when you hang yourself, you evacuate. Who would have thought, huh? It's like a button. Well, at least he, ate, he was in the closet, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been so contained. Oh, yes, during that time, yes, he had to stay in the closet. Oh, no, that's where the spare sheets are. Oh. I like the idea but of, I like, think, you're, um, instead of cleaning, you're just like, well, never going to open that again. <laughs> yeah, just, that's a courtesy move, I think. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. Uh, no, I think that, like, this is, it feels like one of the first scenes they filmed together because they did not rehearse, they didn't know the script before both of them walked onto this oh, movie, yeah. right? No, it has to be the first scene. Because and this would have been an improvised scene for the most part, anyways, because the whole setup, it was something that Moriarty brought. And so Cohen yeah. said, is, if you can find like a, a, a bar that we can shoot in, mm-hmm. we'll do the scene where you're the piano player. Oh, Moriarty, that brought, was not part no, Moriarty brought his own piano. Oh, yeah. I, he <laughs> had on set shit, for every like, movie, he brings Cohen's a giant like, piano. Uh, he's uh, wheeling it up. Yeah. Cohen's like, oh, if we only had Don't a piano. Don't you guys have the Blu-ray of uh, the stuff? You didn't see oh, the deleted man. scenes of where he plays the piano? Yeah. I'd love if Moriarty had one of the... Had one of those uh, Schroeder pianos that he just pushes in like, <laughs> yeah, each dude. room with him he, he, um, every time they he cut walks a scene. on the set. I heard they cut a scene in the stuff where he kind of made the stuff dance with music like a cobra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of moving right. around. Oh, you know? shit. That was, the, that was the alternate ending. <laughs> he, he, skit, he got the stuff to scat. He skit scatted the stuff to death, dude. <laughs> <laughs> scat, stuff, scat. <laughs> uh but the reaction that Carradine gives is too genuine. It's when too good. He says, yes. "Sounded good to me." And Moriarty takes a few steps and goes, "The fuck do you know?" Yeah. <laughs> it's such a New York line. I swear to God, there's no other place in no other place in the country, never mind the world, that you would have somebody say that. And you to don't you get just, mad. Just like they're walking out. Yeah, and you laugh because, about it. Uh, yeah, Carradine's reaction is like he has the smile. Yeah, like, he thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to have a great time on this yes. movie. Yes. Like, he just knew right away, he's like, we yeah. can do whatever we want. And after like, he tells him that, he does moment. laugh. He, he grins, and he goes, yeah, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> like, like it, right. was, it's perfect. it was genuine. It's it didn't perfect. feel like a part of the movie. It felt like he thought somebody was calling cut. <laughs> <at some point. laughs> and that's another thing that's worth pointing out is, like, this is a real performance by Carradine as well. Yeah. It's it's a much more oh, it's understated, yeah. and it's Oh, yeah, this is grounded. no fucking future cop shit. Right. No, no, no. Other than Kill Bill, this is the best performance I've yeah. ever seen David Carradine give. Like, okay. this, I mean, is this, this is this, kung fu. But, but this no, is this a, is too genuine. He's funny in this. Dude. Right. It's just he's really good. Yeah, he's having a great time because he's like, this paycheck is paying for a new closet. I can't wait. <laughs> you used that joke twice in <laughs> <laughs> a minute. <laughs> but, well, I keep thinking that because we were talking about how this, how Michael Moriarty should have been nominated for an Oscar. Wouldn't it have been yeah. funny if Derek, uh, David Carradine was nominated for an Oscar, but he couldn't show up to the Oscars because he was trapped because he was doing reshoots mm-hmm. on Q. Yeah, and years later they ask him about it. He goes, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a bad movie, but it paid for a new closet." Yeah, because you would imagine the hinges get really <laughs> sticky and they don't want to open as the same, and so you got to. No, I thought you were going to make a trapped in the closet like the R. Kelly joke, like get locked say, in. Tim made the deepest cut joke of all time. He is referencing <laughs> what Michael Caine did in Jaws Four, which has <laughs> never you, been Mike, discussed. I don't oh, think God, on this podcast. Right. Never been discussed on this podcast. No. <laughs> but I'm sure that listeners was, have heard of it. But, but like, yeah, the, I'm sure people like, have seen me. It. I get it because we've had this conversation before and anybody else who's like, I don't know, read Michael Caine's IMDb trivia or something. So all two of us that got the joke. Thanks. No, that's a that's a famous story in Oscar history. He didn't Mm. show up because he was fucking doing scenes with George Four. I went went for Hannah and his sisters. Went to the Academy uh, Museum, Tim. They have it right there on the wall, a whole thing dedicated to that story. You know, that's Oscar's (laughs) history. Uh, it's like when you walk into the Baseball Hall of Fame, they just have who's on first constantly playing over on a loop. No. Jesus Christ, oh, no. man. Got to get some sort of laughs in that museum. <laughs> so we get that high scene. It's pretty cheaply done. We don't even get into the diamond store. We just hear, like, some racket going on. Oh, that, uh, Daniel, way, what's the name of the store? What's the name of the store, man? Yobo Gold? What notice? was it? No, no, it's amazing. Tim? Neil Diamonds. <laughs> Not, not Neil's diamond. No, Neil diamonds. Yeah, it's amazing. I laughed so hard when I saw it because I was like, "That was." I took a screenshot right? and I sent it to Mike. Yeah, and you know that's something super believable in New York. Like I'm not, I would not be shocked to see a, a shop called Neil Diamonds. That's brilliant fucking marketing, oh, yeah. man. That's incredible. Yeah. Come well, on, and there's man. no way they made it for the movie, right? So that has no, to that's be a real, a real that's got to be a real store. Which I have like, I don't know about the geography of this, but I didn't know the Diamond District was right next to Chinatown in New York. Yeah, because it's a row of fucking diamond stores, and then when they all come out, they're in Chinatown. And as far as I know, the Diamond District is like on the west side in like the mid forties, hmm. and Chinatown is all the way downtown. That's like where was... you're getting like Little Italy, a place like so. It's like at least like a forty or fifty fucking block distance. Hmm. Welcome to the new podcast, Yobo York. Yeah, he's going to take us through every. <laughs> well, I knew he was. Which you know do what that. I I love I love this. Well, another reason why I love this movie is because this is the New York. This that is I the remember, real New York. And this is the best New York yeah. there is. Well, and yes. you know what? That is actually one of the things about Larry Cohen movies in general that I always think about is they feel more New York than even like some of the 
more famous like Scorsese type things, and it's probably because it's the low budget, you know, like mm-hmm. that. There, there's this feels even, like a New York movie. Like, yeah, it really does. It, you get a lot of the city. I mean, it's a lot of stolen footage. Like they obviously yeah. didn't I mean, block. Yeah, but that's what you did off. back in the day. And that's the other thing I love about this that you don't see in movies anymore oh. is when they're on the street and you see like thirty or forty feet away, everybody's just stopping and looking and <laughs> yeah. seeing what they're doing. <laughs> well, yeah. That's there, fucking great. I love that shit, man. And and there's a shot like and, and kind of a moment from where we are. I think it's a maybe where Moriarty like gets on a payphone near oh, like, yeah. children. Oh, yeah, that's his yeah. And I am so nervous of like what the hell he's going to say. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, there's yeah, no I way those it. kids are meant to be in this movie. Like that was not. It's so good. No, I mean, it's so real. It's so real though. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. literally, it just really, they just put a fucking camera there and they're filming it and people are noticing it or they're not noticing it. Right. But there's like three or four scenes where you see like groups of people. Yeah. Just stopped. Well, and that's the other thing is it, this movie does And sitting feel and leaning popular. on cars, too. You don't yeah. do that shit anymore. When was the last time you sat on somebody else's car on the side, <laughs> on the street? <laughs> and can we High also school. say that this movie is beautifully shot? Like the yeah. film yes. grain and every. I loved it. It's so 70s. It is. It's yeah. just. The colors, yeah. like the way they look, and like. Yeah. yeah it's, the color. Oh. Yeah. The well, colors it, are so good, Daniel. It, it reminds me of, like, kind of what Spike Lee was trying to do in um, Do the Right Thing. Mm hmm. Yeah. With the colors, right? But this movie got it with that film stock and the color yeah. of it. Oh my god, it just looks amazing. Well, and one of the things, Daniel, as you you were saying about like, you know, this is the scene with like the heist, and they do make um, Moriarty go in with him. They give mm-hmm. him a gun, mm-hmm. which is the first time that he's handed Isn't a gun. Is this a stupid thing to do? There, but there is yeah. one of the like one the idea that they give him a gun and he tries to refuse it and he gets it sets up a great punchline later. Like I cannot that that to me you know from a writing perspective I, I paid off so beautifully. But I do love like you know it was probably a budget thing. Yeah, you don't see any of the heist, but the way you do see it all from the outside. Yeah, it's like reservoir he goes dogs, in, see? and then he oh comes my God. out. The second reservoir dog. Yeah, reference. it's it's and, and, great. And I'm like, what did he what did he do to them? Like I'm thinking he just like, I, I, yes. it's like did he murder yes. everyone? I, you know, like, I love that, love that, Matt, because you didn't have to see the heist, no. right? Like right. that didn't wouldn't add anything to the movie, but right. just him walking out the way he did and the way he's all nervous and holding yeah. that case. It's like did mm-hmm. he it's very mysterious. That? Yeah, you're not really sure. Yeah, yeah. I think he saw his opportunity. They're distracted. They have. They're trying to actually conduct the 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 heist. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm just gonna grab this pouch and get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here, um, because that's right. his character. What? He's kind of a coward. Yes. Um, but like what yeah. again? Yeah, because he's afraid of everything. He's afraid of everything heights. except for yeah, yeah which yeah. is such a. I really love that line the way he gives it too. <laughs> yeah. But it's such great filmmaking and writing because the idea that it's like we don't need to tell the audience what happened in there. Like yeah. we want to try and figure it out through what happens in the next, you know, 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. it's so great because it leaves you with questions. And I love the right? fact yeah, that we have no idea if he's reliable like no. at all. Like all yeah. the evidence is he's not. So whenever he's <laughs> but, telling us what happened, we're like, is that what happened for real? Right. Cuz like we can't trust And this I've seen guy. so many movies like when he almost gets hit and he loses the pouch, I'm like, oh, the pouch is going to come into play at some point. Well, Never comes into yeah. play. <laughs> like fucking who cares? No, I love this it. Wild. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's looking for the briefcase type of thing. And it's not. He gets hit by a cab, throws it into the street. It goes into a semi-truck. And then he's like in a daze and just walks away. And that's why we're screaming as the audience. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Go get it. We realize that this guy is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. He's a stupid loser. Yeah, he's a loser. (laughs) And it's just like... 
we feel bad for him yeah. at that point. Yeah. And acting-wise, I'll give him props. I'll give Moriarty props. From here on out, he's always limping or walking weird because he had hurt yeah. his leg. There, and there is dedicates. one scene where he doesn't do the limp. I noticed because I was I, I, like you, Daniel. I was like, wow, yeah, he's, he's really fucking it selling. He's committed to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is one scene. I don't remember exactly where. I think it's kind of towards the end where he doesn't do the limp thing. I was like, eh, all right, whatever. Maybe he took some painkillers that day. <laughs> yeah. That's when he's on top, too. Oh, yeah, the power. Oh, she's doing the Kaiser Sosa thing now, yeah. right? I don't need to walk like <laughs> yeah, this anymore. I don't need the pity. I'm powerful now. But now is... Moriarty has the upper hand. It is kind of weird that it's like this is a great filmmaking device to make you feel bad for a real sleazy protagonist. Like, like we oh, instantly feel for him because we're like, he's he's not a smart movies, guy. Babies. He made a mistake. Movies. We feel bad for him. He's Ratso Rizzo. You know he is Ratso. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, Tim. Yeah. Yep. You know, this is like, do you really think that Larry Cohen's this good, or is this just lightning in a bottle? Like, did he just get it this one no, time? No, because like, he's done it. He did it how many different times? Because yeah. he did Mother's yeah. Day, right? Um, yeah. I don't know if he wrote Mother's Day. Is that Kaufman? Ca- 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 no, no, no. Was it was Ca- Ca- Lloyd Kaufman's okay. brother. Right. Well, then fuck Larry Cohen. <laughs> no, he's good, but this is really good. So right, it could well, be a light. It could be the right things happen, and I think a lot of times when you're running a project and you don't really have a lot of time to really second guess yourself, and you just go by yeah. the fucking instincts inside yeah. your fucking sack of balls. And he knows how and, to make a movie, man. Yeah. He has- and you've got a good cast. Like that's the other yeah. thing is this is not like the mm-hmm. thing where suddenly it's populated with people you know. I mean, people you know and stuff. These are all people that have done things before. So it's you, you can really oh, yeah, I, I think earn a lot. Like Dallas Donuts, that police commissioner is a train station. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I thought got, he was oh, a Bond good. villain. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus he really Christ. Like, well, know. that was like how is that guy from England? Oh wait, no, he's supposed to be Irish. Oh, I get it, an Irish cop. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. And it's just funny. It's a, like Tim says. It's like Heat, but with you know, like B movie actors <laughs> and a giant monster <laughs> and Reservoir amazing. Dogs. Yeah. And Moriarty kind of tried to bring like a slight. I think he was trying to do a type of accent, a type of New York accent, but he kind of sounds like Bill yes, Burr, he who's is. from he's Boston. Doing, yeah. <laughs> No, no, yeah, a little bit of Boston, but I think he's trying he to do like a burn. Bensonhurst yeah. accent. Okay. Oh, okay. Like if you watch like the old honeymooners, mm-hmm. yeah, some of like Ralph's co-workers or like that Harvey guy, you know, the guy with the funny name, that's how they talk. Okay. You know what also kind of throws out, I think he's doing a little bit like kind of a stutter, not really a stutter, but do you know what I mean? It's like a... He's got a stammer. Yeah, he's got a stammer yeah. that he's like he's unsure of himself. Makes him and feeble. So I think it. it yeah, it, yeah, well, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's unsure, or it's the thoughts are racing in his head a million miles an hour. And yes, so he's doing the. Oh, thing he's like, scattered brain. Yeah, that. <laughs> he but really man, is. I, I mean, mean Moriarty just so hard. <laughs> Damn it. This is not this is not a movie when Moriarty signs onto it, right? And like he really right. must have brought so much to this character. It's like he made the decisions of like this is this guy, I'm gonna play it like this, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He he nailed it, man. I, I like that they just let him go. Like just let this motherfucker go and do his thing and why not? What are you gonna do? You got what you got one day to shoot inside the bar. Oh, this motherfucker's scatting all over the place. Motherfucker, I'm not gonna pay for a second day rental. <laughs> but it's like Larry Cohen can trust them. He's made enough yeah. work w- with him at this point that he trusts Moriarty to just like he gets. No, it. and this is their first movie together. 
This is the first? I, I believe so, because I don't think they... I think no, he got this him is in before this. the stuff, definitely. Yeah, I think he got him in this because he... Uh, there was a, a ridiculous story He went where to an insane asylum. He he said, <laughs> Who's your he was, least violent insane... <laughs> <laughs> He, he was sitting, talking to someone in a restaurant, and Moriarty was nearby, and I guess he started loudly, like, Cohen started loudly um, talking about Moriarty, so he would hear someone, like, complimenting him. <laughs> wow. And then he walked over to him and said, like, I'm a fan, I'm a, I make movies, and, you know, I've got a script, and he said, like, oh, yeah, send it to me. And then... And then he showed up the first, you know, they made the deal, and he showed up the first day listening to his own music, and that's how... So I think this is the first time they work together. Wow. If, if, so maybe it's nah. a thing of, like, he trusts him enough as, like, I know he's a great actor, and, like, if I can get him in a movie, I'm just going to let him do this. Like, no, because I think that's the first time that that trick worked. Yo, well, let yeah. me tell you, Elizabeth Taylor, what an actress she right. is, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, but maybe Mike uh, Moriarty's the kind of guy where that does work. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you it. Oh is. yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, tell him crazy. you think he, he is he's great? crazy, and he like, thinks he's and he honestly he was very well trained. I think he went to London for dramas like uh, with a Fulbright scholarship, which is not easy to oh, get. Oh, he's 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 crazy in the right way. Yeah, he's crazy in the yeah, right. Like, way. He's a great actor, but he's if he's, Moriarty had his headphones on in the restaurant, he didn't hear Larry <laughs> Cohen at all. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're right. I think this is the first thing he ever did with, with Larry Cohen. So, it was good to see the dad of uh, Marla Hooch in a league of their own in this movie. Um, he's the security guard. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's the wow. Oh yeah, the rent a cop. Uh, come on, that's not even as deep of a cut as Tim. Damn. A league of their own. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that since I that's was like I don't know, five. Why was such a deep cut? Uh, so, so I just wanted to say you Marla see the guy Hooch. Who says there's no crying and. Baseball or is that no, Tom Hanks? No, that's Tom Hanks. Wasn't Rosie in that movie? Yeah. yeah so was Madonna. <laughs> Madonna, yeah. Yeah, Madonna. Oh, and um, what's her name? Um, oh, God. She's been in so much good shit. She plays Kit. I can't remember. Oh, the crazy sister. Crazy you know the sister. character name? I watched that movie a lot as a kid. I really <laughs> love that movie. Wow. He just said Kit. Now, that's a deep cut, man. <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't know you were such a big uh, What's her name? Lori Petty? Yeah, like Lori Petty. Oh, yeah, Lori Petty. Yeah. From okay. Tank Girl. From Tank Girl. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Or Freddy's yeah. Nightmares. Remember, can we do Tank Freddy's Girl? Freddy's Nightmares? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a deep Freddy's cut. Nightmares. Yeah, I know. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> can we do what? League of Their Own? <laughs> I feel like League of Their Own. I think I think that could be a solo cholo all by yourself, yeah, Daniel. No if you notes. Bring, <laughs> if you bring us on, we're gonna be like cracking jokes, and you're gonna get all mad. Yeah, because I like yeah. like the movie. <laughs> gonna hurt, break my little heart, little kid heart. Right, let's go. Let's ruin a movie for Daniel. Uh, but it's um, a good name for a podcast. Let's ruin a movie for let's, Daniel. Let's ruin a movie. <laughs> uh, Bring on somebody who loves a movie, and then we just rip yeah. it apart in front of them. Oh know? God, we did kind of did that to to um to to fucking Matt with Rambo three. Robbie, no, we did it to <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it to Matt with Rambo three. Oh, with Sharky's yeah, machine. Robbie yeah, Robbie really liked true. Sharky's machine a lot, and um, yeah, he cursed us out in the Discord. Yeah. Well, we proved to him that that movie's not good. Well, I'm going to let him on the show. We're going to do a bonus app, and he's going to give us his uh, case. He has a soundtrack to the movie. Yeah, he has a soundtrack. He, I don't know. Like, he just, that's his. I'm thinking maybe he got lucky with that movie on, like, you know, somebody. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Because it's too, you know. Somebody knocked his domino down. It's one of those stand-up nights, you know. Oh yeah. Don't want to get that. It on is the, the sheet. perfect movie to take a chick to to make out with, because there's a lot of moments where you don't need to be paid attention to that film. <laughs> yeah, that always a good move. Oh right? my god, that yes, that was what I would do in high school. Is I would look for bad movies. I'm like, what sucks? Yep. And now okay. here you are, married, and you're still looking at bad. Mm-hmm. You got like <laughs> two true. cats, right? Yeah, I remember taking a date to go see Rob Schneider's The Animal, knowing full well God, that oh, we were not going to wow. watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, but that's going to make us so dry. Rob I Schneider. know. I was going to say, dude, man, that means you had to you had to work. You got to find no, that little balance there. No, no, no. You got to no, like like take it to like a uh, private resort with Johnny Depp. Yeah. No, 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 Get her no, no, a little no, no. Bit. You got yeah. it all wrong, Tim. You take her to see a Rob Schneider movie, she and all of a sudden you look like solid gold. Yeah, thank God I'm with this guy. See, Mike knows how to get to Splashtown. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's what we used to call it back in the day, too. Yep. Splash oh, I took town? a girl. Yeah, I took a girl to go see the animal. Went to Splashtown, mm-hmm. everybody. Hey, <laughs> yep. uh, Mikey <laughs> takes the one hundred and one straight to Splashtown, baby. Yeah. I'd scream that in the back of the theater. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one ticket to Splashtown. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri kind of copied me with the flavor. <laughs> <down> thing, <so. laughs> A little raw about it, because that was another one of mine, as I had a welcome to Raw Town, but that didn't catch on as much. <laughs> so, um... Thank God I didn't catch. <laughs> so this is when our heist movie gets in connection with the kaiju movie, because he does find the nest up there in the Chrysler building. Um, the giant egg, which I thought, honestly, they designed it pretty well. It does look like a kind of yeah. prehistoric type egg. I like that he knocks on it like he's thinking someone on the other... Because it's so big, yeah, that's like, why. Knock, knock. <laughs> so I was like, did he think someone's going to say who's there? Who's <laughs> there? <laughs> it's like a little, a little serpent talks. Um, so then he goes, uh, he sees that, then he freaks the fuck out. Um, I think from there, because he sees... Oh, the skeleton jumps on him because he's about to take a yeah. piss. For some reason, he decides he's going to take a piss. Is that what he's doing? I thought he was. He unzips. Yeah, I, it was. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out too. I mean, oh wait, is this see where he's buckling his pants up, or is that wait, later no, he's on? Got, no, see, the gun. Did the gun like fall? Like, cause he he gets it out, but it's like he has to undo his. So I, did it somehow? Like, I thought I heard a stream. Put that gun in his belt then, buckle like, and get it mixed up. No, I think I heard a stream. I think he really had to pee. <laughs> that could be. No, we were streaming them. <laughs> <laughs> then I, but what's weird is like I'm sorry, but once I'm peeing, I don't care if a dead body lands on me. I gotta finish. There's no reverse for pee. Like, oh, if anything, man, this stream gets two times faster. <laughs> it's like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. And you get hard for some reason afterward, and now you're like confused. Like, oh shit. But now you get arrested because just killed somebody, and your fucking piss DNA is all. Oh, over I know. Them. That's no kidding. He literally just. Well, this was the '80s where you could be a serial killer and That's, never get caught. Yeah, that's true. He didn't have to worry until he was like 70 years old. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he would have already been done. He's actually 80 years old now, which is crazy. He's still alive? He's still alive. Yeah. He uh, just made a movie not that long ago. Oh, my God. He what? got out of retirement. I think it's called like Gunfight at the River or something like that. It's like a Western. Uh, and um, he... I bet you the bad guy's name is Bill Clinton. <laughs> and his goal is to make 10 operas. He's made three, I think, so far. I'm like, dude, you're going to... Hi, bro. Like, yeah, come on. 10? Come on, George R. R. Martin. Get on that shit. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all can carry the show um, for a little bit because I, I got to go get me a drink. <laughs> what? what? Can... I'm going to take a oh, piss. Okay, we'll take two then. Oh, I just took my piss break. God damn it. <laughs> 
All right. Isn't I guess the way we're all taking it. And he does that to me every fucking show. I'm looking. I'm like, all right, we're already past the halfway point. He hasn't paused it yet. Let me go take a piss. And then we co- I come back and goes, all right, uh, we're a little bit past the halfway point. Uh, let's take a piss break. <laughs> I didn't know that's He's what doing that on purpose. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, just give me two minutes. I'll be right back. Go ahead, guys. You can cover it. Oh, Mike. Oh, no, everybody, everybody's Mikey? gone. Wait, take are you? A, I thought you were taking a piss, Tim. I'm taking a piss right now, but hold on. Let me mute it. Well, so anyways, guys, uh, we're here talking Q. I guess it's just me alone, so I'll be discussing this movie for the next few minutes. Uh, I don't know what scene we were on because we're jumping all over talking about, I don't know, cum stained windows and uh, taking people to Splash Town in the back of theaters and whether it's better to stand up after you eat and then go have sex on a date because, you know, you want to be able to projectile onto the wall instead of the sheets, and uh, nobody likes doing it on a full stomach, you know, so you, you want to make sure that you can burn the calories and also get in a good upright position so we can avoid any sort of splash uh, situation on those sheets. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I was told to sit here and carry this show, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, boy kind of ran out of steam there well you know i've always dabbled a little bit here on the piano so maybe i can do a do a little ditty for you you know i don't have an actual piano so what i'll do is a real moriarty and i'll just start using my mouth you know it's just some keys so no i don't think i don't think it's working matt is the show going well I feel really alone. All right, I feel good. Fucking a! I, I knew that's what you went to go do, man. I was like, "Fuck!" I should have taken the break. Okay. You guys didn't hear anything that just went on. No, well, what? What happened? happened? Okay. Oh no, you'll hear. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you better bleep that shit out. You guy. told me to carry the show, so I just kept talking. Oh, cool. That's what fucking Vaughn and Lee did to me the other time and was just insulting the network. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, where's your commercial? Nah, it's going to be somewhere. I, use, I try to get it in and the first now, minutes. And now, for the worst thing since Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. So the worst thing since Hitler is... <laughs> <coughs> What are you? What are you um, drinking? Who's I was wondering. Shit, was that you, Tim? How? Oh, that's me. How that's many me taking like, the first shot of Stella? Oh, nice. How many true crime shows can you do? What's more? What are? What's out there more? <laughs> Bad movie podcasts or true crime podcasts? True crime. That's what true I'm crime. By yeah. that's where the so. money yeah. is. How many crimes have been committed? I mean, come on, man. Come on, this is a fucking America, man. You got a fucking crime every day happening somewhere within 10 miles of your house. Yeah, but it's always just like, everybody gets all excited, too. They're like, oh, I can't wait to hear about some serial killer on the 8th, you know, the 100th show I've heard where they discuss the same fucking case and the same facts. Yeah. What more do you need to talk about? Uh, well, I remember when I was young, I went through my serial killer phase, like reading all the books. Okay, well, I didn't know what you meant by so, that at first. Yeah. You were skinning guys all over New York, leaving <laughs> yeah, them like a red hot. I stopped at eight. It was too easy. <laughs> you skinned the dicks too, right, Tim? Of course. You got to make those red hot. Oh, they called you the castrator, dude. The castrator. Yeah, you only skin dicks. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a lot of work to skin a whole body. 
Uh, yeah, amazingly, after that, all the dudes killed themselves. So technically, I never killed any. <laughs> that's that's kind of the wow. best plan, right? That's a great serial killer thing. That's like a saw thing. Yeah, you yeah know? you're, you're gonna yeah. live with a fucking meat dick. Just I saw their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you saw them, then you saw them. Oh, we got Perfect. a real saw on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> but then, what would be his name? Because you have jigsaw and saw. Just saw. Just saw. Yeah, I saw their dicks. Mm-hmm. And it works on two levels. I like it, personally. Then Spike yeah. Lee could do a movie about me. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are we? Uh, I think, okay, so he, get, he sees the skeletons. I'm not sure what you mentioned, Mike. Um, I don't know if you actually pushed this forward at all, but um, I doubt it. Oh, no, I didn't know what scene we were on, because I took a piss and they came back, so I didn't know what you guys were talking about. <laughs> we were up in the top of the Chrysler building. We were building. arguing whether or not he took a piss. Did you think he, t- did uh, he take a before piss? He, before the body fell. Oh, no, he definitely took a piss, because you can That's hear it. That's what I said. Okay. I said you can uh, hear he it. He unzips right. his pants. Okay, this is amazing. Do you think Moriarty just did this on set? Yeah. He starts taking a he- piss. Like he, it's doesn't make sense, man. He's at the top of a Why? building and he's like running around and he's just kind of looking around and then he just unzips his pants and pulls his dick out and starts pissing and we're like, uh-huh. like you can find a bat. Is it? This is another thing though. He's like not going to go to the bathroom. You're in right. That, in a situation the like that in that guard. kind of a place, yeah, of course you take a piss. I would take a piss out the window. Like I said before, but yeah. that's Plus, just it's me. New York. Yeah, that would be a lot like of fun, piss, right? A little bit. Tim, you've definitely been hit by some piss drops when you've been walking around the street. Like you. <laughs> well, later was... on, when we see a scene with a bunch of people walking around the city, I'm like, oh, they're <laughs> lucky. That's what's falling on them. Oh, oh no, that was earlier where um, the serpent's on its time of the month and like. <laughs> <laughs> He just starts getting blood all over the place. And Tim thought he saw Paul McCartney look up with some blood. <laughs> yeah, he saw Paul McCartney. No, that was Angela You know, Lansbury. that would have been a good Discord. <laughs> Fuck, imagine if they just did that. Like, Larry Cohen stole footage. He's like, throw some fucking blood on Paul McCartney. Let's get his reaction Why shot. not? He's like, thanks for bringing me on the movie set. <laughs> and they just jumped. That was a great impression. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. But <laughs> they did, like, just like Air regular Frank Caliendo. <laughs> Whoa. That is maybe the High most praise. disrespectful thing you've ever said to me, dude. I hate you. Well, you guys don't like the Frank? No, we don't like the Frank. <laughs> is that what they call? That's that what his friends call him? No, I don't know. That's what I the call Frank. Him. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was telling my wife we got to listen to the Frank tonight. Uh, imagine getting famous for having a decent John Madden impression. By the way, who's R. he gonna? Yeah, who's he gonna do an impression of now? You know, you never know. Ooh. It could be John Madden. It could be from the grave. John know. Madden from the grave. <laughs> Yeah, could be. Uh, I don't know. He's got ethnic ones that he does, right? Like he, he does has um, Charles Barkley. Um, oh no! But he can only do no, it in no, blackface. No. That's the no. Yeah, he no. doesn't do Charles Barkley. I, he does. Yeah, he definitely does it. Charles Barkley. That's nobody told him. Nope. 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 Mm. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, and so then I you missed this, but I also mentioned he just start. You do hear the stream. But then, like, I'm sorry, man. I can't reverse my piss. Like, I still got to go. Even yeah. Even if there's a dead corpse yes. around. Like, I, Thank no, you, no, Daniel. Because when he falls burns. on the ground, when he falls on the ground, I'm like, his pants should just be pissed like, yeah. at this point. Right? It should be everywhere at this point. Yeah. But uh, also, it was really odd, man. Like, I've never just... I, maybe it's a character thing, you know, because, like, I would never, ever just pull out my dick and start pissing in a random broke. I don't care if, uh, like, you I would see. Wait. I was kind of notorious for that for a little bit. 
Excuse me. Um, what? Like when I needed to pee, I would pee in plants. I would like pee. I've pulled over and just pissed in front you of. You pee in plants. I pulled over wait, and wait, just whoa, pissed whoa, in front whoa. of the what house. What do you mean you pee in plants? Like if house I was at plants? a house party and I needed to go and there were people in the bathroom, I would just pee in their plant, like their indoor plant. <laughs> wow. Like, so like all of a sudden, like you know what? Yeah. We invite Daniel to a party. All the fucking plants are dead. Like three weeks later, Daniel's what the like fuck? a bad dog. You need to like hit him with a newspaper or some shit. All of a sudden, my fucking cats stop using the litter boxes, pissing in the yeah. fucking placentas. What? What? Placentas? What? They're pissing in placentas. It was a crazy part. Piss all over my placenta. I was gonna eat that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you bury it to make it extra tasty? Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It gets it that earthy flavor. So, they used to be like you can't let Daniel go in any rooms by himself because he might pee on something. Mm-hmm. You gotta have eyes. I had a guy on. yell at me one follow time. Him around with a rolled up newspaper, yeah. dude. Oh, I follow guy, you around guy... the fucking. Bl- I follow you around the fucking UV light and like stay right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Daniel, a guy yelled at you because you pissed at his no, house. No, um, oh, I was wow. driving and I just had to go so bad. Excuse I was me? driving around and I had to go so bad. I was like in the. I was in the. Uh, you don't have a fucking Gatorade was, bottle? What are you, sprinkling out the window? No! I just, I just pulled over. <laughs> He's driving with the door open, leading I'm out. I'm in the city, man, so I'm in the middle of a neighborhood, and I had to go. Wait, you're in the I'm city? I'm in the city, in a neighborhood. <laughs> I pull over, and I just start pissing go in this guy's dude. yard, and I couldn't see because his, <laughs> his lights off, and I didn't know he was on the porch. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I just had to go. <laughs> I'd have the same reaction. What the fuck are you doing, dude? dude? First of all, you find a tree, <laughs> okay, and the then open. you position yourself yeah. to like the least visible spot of where you can piss on that tree. You're not just walking. <laughs> you walked into some guy's fucking front lawn and just pulled your dick out midway and just started taking I was a like piss. Behind his fence, How far pissing through the, the fence into the yard. <laughs> pissing through the fence. It was like chain link. Not even on the fence. You're getting it, it in his property now. So I was going through the holes, you know? through the chain yeah. link. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just pissing through the hole. It was all like a game, kind of. It was kind of fun, actually. So, Daniel, yeah. how close were you to your home? I was, fu- I was like, eh, it was like 12 minutes. <laughs> No, no. All right, all right. Let me say this. Maybe all right, here's a good here's a good time for me to get this out. Maybe because I'm getting older, but I notice that when I'm outside and I have to take a piss, mm-hmm. and like the closer I get to my house, the more I have to take a yes. piss. Yeah, yeah. Your body to the knows. point where it's almost like it's I'm waiting unbearable. for that elevator. It's like holy fucking shit. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So and the elevator's taking forever to get up, and like it's almost like I've almost pissed my fucking pants right before the second before I was able to pull my dick out and take an actual piss on the toilet. Yep. Yep. Damn. Should I go yes. to a doctor? <laughs> yes, you should, because okay. that's not what I have. It's just very much like I just, when I wanted... Give it another 10 years. I know. It's, it might. You're like a Moriarty. You just, it's the, the thrill it's of it. It's the thrill of it. Know? Yeah. And so I stopped yeah. doing it. I haven't done it in a while. He's like, hey, they let me scat. There was like a solid 10 years where I just pissed in so many different weird <laughs> places. And I don't know what was wrong with me. And like, there could be people at the party. And like, I wouldn't care. I would just take my dick out and piss. <laughs> now I'm picturing. I remember there's a Tosh 2.0 fucking show where they had a video of this guy who was just going into bathrooms and just pissing over every fucking thing <laughs> and recording it. Okay, well I didn't do that. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> he was pissing on the toilet paper. That's so <laughs> fucked up. He like closed the toilet seat, pissed on it. <laughs> the funniest thing, and I know this is fucked up. All right, but he fucking pissed the toothbrush, the mop, and the mop bucket, (laughs) and the cleaning supplies that the person was gonna have to use to clean the piss. piss. 
That is the worst prank ever. Now I just know that somebody's done that in any bathroom I've been in in public. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Maybe I'm going to start peeing in people's yards because I know that I won't be in a piss-covered room. Oh, it's a fresh yard. I'll just never yeah, forget. Uh, fuck, no, I can't use the bathroom, man. Daniel, somebody's pissing that. Did you say that? You're like, I just needed a fresh yard. I don't I, I don't remember. I was so terrified. I just didn't know he was back there. Daniel, you should have fucking howled. I so jumped, guys. Daniel like I and, jumped. I almost okay. pissed on myself. Like I jumped, and my urine like stream kind of went up high. I was like, "Whoa, oh, shit. shit! You almost shot yourself in the did, face, man!" It got so me. So it's Daniel and the local dogs marking their territory around there, yeah. pretty much. So like you guys are in a constant struggle. You know, they're always pissing where you do. <laughs> Daniel's cheating though. He's in the car. <laughs> he can cover more ground. Yeah, I can go all yeah. over the city, baby. <laughs> have you ever just like done it while you're still driving? Like stick it out the door I have, a little bit? Um, I, I was driving one time to, I'm not sure. I mean, I was going down to Corpus or something, and um, I had to go. Wait, and wait. so I was able to like put on cruise control, get get a oh, bottle, <laughs> and piss while I was driving. I just took my dick out and just was able to get into the bottle because I didn't want to stop. You and need a Tesla, man. Um, Daniel, you've crashed how many cars? Uh, three. A uh, three. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, man! If your insurance company hears this fucking podcast, oh yeah, I'm sure your my insurance premiums company. are going through the roof. This is really awkward, but um, this episode is sponsored by Geico. So. <laughs> I think every they don't cover pissing while driving. I feel like every piss break, I should give a piss story because I have so many. Isn't that Allstate? Isn't that the guy uh, Schillinger from Oz? Like well, we've are seen you everything. In good hands? I like this idea, though, that, Daniel, after every piss break, you should give a piss story. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I mean, uh, there's plenty. I have nothing that could match that. Like, And so this is just like Y'all never like felt me. like a sense of excitement to like pee in different weird places? No. Okay, no. so it's no, just, just the main have, thing. Always just going. You know, you know who you no, should I talk to? I always felt apprehension. Oh. Yeah, you know same. who you should talk to, Daniel? You should talk to that guy, the pooper intendant. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, from what? was it New Jersey? Yeah. The, the the superintendent from a different school district that kept going to a different school and pooping on like their. Oh, field. that's right. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> he finally got caught. Get him. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like that, a, that level yeah. of weirdness. <laughs> no, Not no, yet, no, Daniel. But I look. I don't have to do a fucking intervention. You could talk to him and say, how how do I get to I have turned down are? my dark passenger, dude. Like, I have it in control now, okay? So. Your dark passenger? Yeah, Is that what you call no, your it's shit? From Dex- it's from Dexter. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I got you a drop off. No, that's what, I call, that's what I call my cock because it's it's pretty brown. <laughs> like, for some reason, my wow. cock's a few shades darker than my face, and I don't know why. <laughs> but um <laughs> So this has been the twenty minute piss break. Yeah. Cause you keep pulling your dick out to piss and it's, it's getting, getting too much train. sun time. Oh, this is, yeah. come on, this is going in the show, right? Too good to pass so anyways, to pass this movie it. rocks. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this movie rocks. <laughs> oh fuck. So um yeah, all that happens. He sees the dead bodies. He goes over to speak to his uh, girlfriend, and he's losing his shit. He goes on a full. He also Bill found Burr the rank. big egg. Oh yeah, and he found the big he egg. Did find we the did big mention egg. that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, it's all the way at so the now, very yeah. top of the Chrysler building. You have to go all the way into yeah. some sort of weird back room where there's scaffolding, and you can climb all the way up mm-hmm. into the needle. And there's something that looks like a tree trunk. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this was going what? on in here, Tim. Every time I saw it, th- when they're going up that ladder, that rickety ass fucking ladder, yeah. by the way. Yeah. 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 There looks like it looks like a fucking tree trunk or like a. Uh, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but a really skinny elephant's leg. <laughs> the way that it, 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 it's really, it doesn't fit any material right. that's supposed to be in that fucking that space. You think a it's building. a prop? Hmm. Yeah, I will. I know it was filmed on location. I mean, like, it was filmed. I don't know if that part is No, this part the... was not filmed in the Chrysler building. This okay, so this table. is... Okay, because I wasn't sure, because, you know, when I kept reading that they, you know, filmed in the Chrysler building. They did like, use some of really it. So the, not that, I think it's all that lobby, lobby stuff, all yeah, all the probably. fancy marble yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, God, it looks so beautiful, yes. too. I love that he shit. He legally filmed in the Chrysler building. Got it. No, with <laughs> Yeah, permission. he paid them, what, 18000 wow. They paid. Hey, look, look. Yeah, they paid 18 grand. You got the Chrysler Building. You used to be number one. Then the Empire State Building. Well, or you, you always number two. But you had the Empire State Building, so you were number two. Now the fucking World Trade Towers are up yep. there. Now you're number but three. But now you're back so to number two. I'll yeah, take any right. fucking movie. Yeah. 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 Now we're back to number two. We do get a shot of the Twin Towers in this one, of course. It's obligated. Wow. That you know that does sound very cute. Yeah. It, it does. was the Chrysler's behind 9/11. They, they wanted, wanted the that second silver metal building in New York. <laughs> they again, that, they hated the shot. Yeah, they hated the shot in this movie where it went through the twin towers yeah. and we saw the Chrysler building, like or what another building. They're like, you know Dwarfed. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those buildings. Talk about a second man. page spread. I don't even. <laughs> While you're at it, get building number seven. <laughs> Do you... They would like send uh, the people who own the World Trade Center would send the Chryslers pieces of mail with pictures of how their building just dwarfed theirs. <laughs> just little <Yeah>. postcards, <laughs> Merry Christmas postcards. How's it feel to be in our shadow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they purposely built it so it cast a big yeah. shadow on the building. Uh, hey, there's a serpent in hey, your roof. You. Just letting you know, we saw it. Yeah, that really that is that is something because I live in New York and there's always new skyscrapers and all these fucking gigantic fucking apartment buildings going up. And I'm like, that's really gotta suck. You buy a fucking building, like like let's say you buy oh, one yeah. like now, right? Yeah. And five years later, across from you, they built one that's like a fucking ten stories tall, and now all of a sudden you don't see anything. Yeah. yeah, that would suck. You just never know. Never know. Now you just yeah, you're just looking across the street at somebody changing or something. You used to have Ooh. a good view. Hey, AstroTurf. <laughs> and back then, you know she had some oh, AstroTurf. Oh, yeah, she did, oh, baby. So anyways. <laughs> Hell yeah. If it was more like an Easter egg basket than uh, turf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice and plush. Like that Easter grass. Yeah, that Easter grass, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, which one is worse getting stuck in your teeth, though? I think the Easter... I think the turf would be too... It'd be a little oh. tough. The Easter grass, you know, it's long enough you can get it out of your teeth. That's why I... No, that makes so so much sense now, Tim. That's why I always think of Easter when I'm doing that. <laughs> 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 Let me get into that cream center egg. Not because you're so close to the eggs? Yeah, dude. You're, <laughs> Maybe you're, so, you're, yeah, you're so close to those Cadbury's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel, say that next time. You go, hey, can I give you some Cadbury's? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Here's some goodbye Cadbury's. God damn it. <laughs> oh. oh, Daniel, come on, do that. Just carry some Cadbury's around with you. Whenever you get lucky, just throw a couple out. Yeah. <laughs> You've been Cadbury'd. Talk about goodbye cream. Jeez. Oh, yeah. things. I actually love Cadbury eggs, and I know they're gross. 
Oh, come on, dude. This is I don't give a man. fuck, Tim. I will eat the shit out of it. And, and you know what? I bite it and I lick inside that egg hard. No, no. Here's what ruined it for me. Okay. When they did the commercial where they're coming out of the rabbit's ass. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was ruined it for you. Like, yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. You know, that's a joke, right? Yeah. I Not know, real. but still, it's one of those visuals. Like, the other thing, too, is what I can't stand in commercials is when they have food that talks. Oh. That, you don't like the so you personification I mean, I'll of still food. eat it, but it's very disturbing to me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Food that talks. You know, it's weird because I'm, I'm kind of like that with animals. You see, like, some animated piece of toast yeah. or, like, fucking yeah. animated something, yeah. and then, like, the animated egg, mm-hmm. and then, like, the end of the commercial, it's scrambled eggs. I was like, like wow. I'm like that with animals. Up, like, man. I fucking hate Homeward Bound. Fuck that movie. I can't stand, like, animals talking and the personality. Fuck you. Yeah, because I'm like, well, now I'll never eat a dog. Yeah, again. yeah I was yep. going to say, that's dogs and cats. Really that's that. okay. Who's going to eat them? Well, you know, the time. Well, not anymore. <laughs> There's some cultures it's accepted. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Careful. Yeah, Tim, don't be I mean, on this podcast. Okay? Uh, yeah, no one on this show. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why they came out with Mister Ed, so people would just stop eating horse. You know, yeah. they were like, we just gotta make them talk. Yeah. And, See? You know. yeah. yeah. Then McGruff. Also, McGruff was <laughs> created so that way people would stop eating yeah. dog. Yeah. Because there was too many kids trying to eat mm-hmm. the family dog, and they're like, we should just tell them. <laughs> Yeah. Tom and Jerry just never got the job done. Yeah, before Tom and Jerry, though, you used to see kids running now, around with just mouse, mice sticking out of their this, mouths. Tell me this: if you stuff. if you had to, like, I mean, guys, there's a gun in your head. If you had to eat a dog, which breed would you want to try? Oh, you got to get something with fat on it. You know, like probably corgi. Uh, I'd go corgi personally. Have you ever seen those cheeks? You can't be. You can't. Yeah, you're right. Mm, corgi ass. That corgi probably ass. pretty good. You know, you braise that shit for a while. It's gonna. I think I go with the hot dog, right? The dog. Oh, they're pretty lean. <laughs> but then there's too much for that to eat. No, yeah, you know, you, no, you. I want a teacup poodle because there's less of it to eat. Oh, okay. You have to eat the whole thing. Wait, you, you don't have to eat the whole thing. I think cook it's just up a meal. And, yeah, just a regular yeah. meal. Well, I'm going to go all that problem of killing and cooking up a dog and just take one bite? No, that's why I chose the corgi. I'm going to have a roast. No, Tim. Hold on. Tim we didn't really mad wait, at hypothetical on. questions. The hypothetical <laughs> didn't say that we also had to kill it and cook it ourselves. Well, it are was... we eating it alive? That's no, even no, worse. No, no, it's a prepared for you by like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Uh, so you go to like a Michelin star restaurant and you're going to get uh, a dog. So somebody else takes yeah. the guilt for me. Okay, yeah. that makes me feel a little bit better. You're going to have like a real dog. fancy version uh-huh. of it. Hmm. And you don't know this dog, you know. Just you just know the breed. Yeah, no, we've never even met it. That we don't see yeah, its face. Attached. Yeah. Right. So he wasn't a good boy, right? You can think no. of it that way. Okay. <laughs> I always, whenever I go to a restaurant, though, I'll tell you, when I order a steak, I ask the waiter. I say, "Was he a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> was this cow a good boy? <laughs> yeah. a good boy? What was he like in the field? Do you remember?" Did, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking episode. Did he have a lot of friends? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who brought up dog eating? <laughs> this, uh, this is the conversation that's going to get the most fucking tweets and emails and comments. This is how you get kicked off your podcasting network, Jesus, Daniel. We didn't say anything offensive. It was just a. Yeah, you know, Daniel pisses in public and likes to eat dogs. <laughs> the latest. <laughs> People don't understand. It's all a bit. Daniel's yeah. never really pulled his dick out in public and pissed no, on a fresh is, lawn. It's a never. comedy show. No. He yeah, has eaten dog character. <laughs> Yeah, we should, we should be. Yeah, yeah. No, yes, I have. Yeah, just one time. <laughs> anyway, it was in Thailand. Um, so from there we go. <laughs> yep. 
It's a pod comedy, everybody. Daniel in Thailand. Daniel in Thailand. Oh, I'd listen to hey, that. If the Hangover here. can film in Thailand, I can go and have a good time. Which one was that? Part one, part two, I part three? Because they seen all seem to blend together. I've never I seen say that's that part one. two in Thailand. Maybe. Yeah, because then part three is exact replay of part one. Yeah. Right? I didn't see part, part one. Was enough. They did for an me. E- They did an Evil Dead two on fucking mm-hmm. Hangover. Hey, if it ain't broke, made him plenty of money. Yeah, um, that's right. I do like the touch of the pigeons eating the skeleton. I just had that in my notes because I thought it looked cool. Yep. Um, by the way, you think those are the same pigeons from the Pigeon Lady in Home Alone Two, and that's why they went they attacked um, yeah, Harry and Marv. The famous New York same universe. They, yeah. they tasted blood. Yeah. Pigeons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not a big p- pigeon expert, but I'm betting that pigeons don't live that long, especially in New York. So these might be like the grandparents. Oh, they of the taught them from Home yeah, Alone. They taught too. them. Um, oh. That was um, very realistic. The bit was just stepped on so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> so then uh, we're at a construction site. Maybe one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> now, by the way, he's muted himself. Yeah, he dropped that little hand grenade. No, I was bit. changing my. I was changing the pages of my notes because I have written down who has a fucking lunch pail. Dude, uh, blue collar workers. <laughs> elevate, um, elevate. I'm sorry, I almost called you an elevator guy. You're a door guy. I work guy. at home, uh, Tim. I work at home. I still bring a lunch pail to work every day. Yep. You know, I it still just use makes a lunch me pail. Feel like I'm here. Lunch mm-hmm. pail. Who yeah. says that though? Dude, yeah. working men. A little pail. Like lunch working box. men call used to call them lunch pails. Yeah. yeah. Like my dad's always kind of. My dad's looked very like it was like, it looked business pail. Like it was like a business lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. I gotta see if I can find a photo of it. I, I know. Wow, man, start... that's real. That's a day. That's gone. Those, those days, days are gone. Right? What do you bring your lunch in? What do you bring your lunch to work in, Tim? Uh, a delivery guy. Oh, so you don't bring food? Well, you've never made. Weird. Yeah, you've never made something and brought it to work. If I did, I bring it like my my. Well, it's like kind in of a like pail? a carrying bag. Yeah. Oh, no, not in okay. a pail. I I put my lunch box so, in that oh. bag and then I bring it there, but. Wait a second. So you do I mean, have a lunch going box. to school and having to. I remember having lunch boxes, but never referring to him as a lunch pail. I would love it to well, see. It's a different thing. Tim at work, and he pulls out like an Alf lunch box. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine is like uh, I got my. Pac-Man. I got mine on eBay. It's one of the uh, part of the Kill Bill collection. It says Pussy Wagon. <laughs> Oh, my lunchbox. Mm. Wagon lunchbox. Mm. Mm. Wow. Has just right enough of rust on it, right? Just to give it a little character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think a lunch pail was also like, it was kind of like their, it was a working man's briefcase because you also put a bunch it of was, stuff in it. it. Was yeah, durable. you could put Kleenex in there and, yeah. Yeah. you know, all the other shit. It's like a toolbox basically. almost. Mm, yeah. yeah. And so this guy gets pissed because for the third time, he says, That's the third time this month, son of a bitch. <laughs> like he is so <laughs> losing his shit. Hilarious. And then. Yeah. Okay, at this point, I'm a little bit high when I'm watching this because uh, I was watching this late, late, and this late is high last up in the night. Sky. I finished until this afternoon. I'm thinking, is that fucking bird fucking with this guy and stealing his lunch? Oh, that's, that's, what that's, what that's what I thought. Pranking his ass. Oh, that's so good. I thought that's... these are expensive, man. Especially plus the fucking dermis had to be extra too. Oh yeah, that's that that doesn't come automatically with it. No. It was a good thing, though, because Larry Cohen sets it up as like, wait, did somebody steal his lunch or was it the bird? And it right. is kind of a fun mm-hmm. question. That we and do we get do get a payoff later yeah, on. Yeah. And he's talking to himself and he says, she says not to let them see me blow. What am I supposed to say? Thank you? 
And I'm an asshole out of me. Look at how he's made. I'm not the new guy say, anymore. Guy okay, I've been working here for four years. He is a rich character, Matt. It's like this man is only on screen for <laughs> this scene, it. and I know everything yeah, about him. It for, it's amazing. Yeah, that bitch for a walk. Yeah, it's true. It's deep, man. Like, <laughs> and we learn about his co-workers too. So it's like. I know more about that guy than I know about Hawkeye after watching six fucking episodes of Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. I like hearing Hawkeye in your accent. It's so good. Hawkeye. Hawk. Hawkeye. Fucking Hawkeye, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking guy, this fucking Hawkeye, dude. <laughs> it's all kind of like you said, Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Hawkeye. You know here. that Hawkeye show? <laughs> I'm hawking here. <laughs> I'm fucking hawking here, bro. <laughs> Dude, if they don't make that a line for that show, they're fucking losing out. Like, fuck them. Oh, uh, well, I got bad news no? for Daniel. Show's already oh. yeah. Show's already done. Ah, like damn it. <laughs> Could you just imagine him saying that while he's trying to, like, fight crime? Hey, I'm hawking here. That would have been great if, yeah, yeah, if, like, he's shooting his arrow and somebody, like, asks him, hey, I'm hawking <laughs> here. That's it. Dude, that would be the best, like... Avengers Assemble, but just the one, just his like personal one, yeah. <laughs> like his his little, his little battle cry, yeah, dude. As he as he's aiming, just the, I'm oh, hawking so here. So yeah, the, this lunch guy uh, or this construction guy gets killed, um, and I like the effectiveness of this low budgetness where they really don't show much for this. Yep. They just show the bloody hard hat. Um, and then you yeah. see his asshole co-workers eating his tuna sandwich. And we, we get a punchline yeah. for like yeah, a, yeah, for the great. quickest scene. It's great. And he even like digs at the guy who's like, well, what is it? Like, I'll, I'll make sure I tell his wife <laughs> next time. Yeah, he, goes, yeah, his, you know? he says, his wife makes a hell of a tuna sandwich. Maybe I'll stop by and tell her something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> he's going to cuck his wife with tuna and he's fish. A, he's a oh, younger crap. guy, so you imagine his wife is also younger. And yeah. yeah. So. It's so great. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah. is a yeah. great little sequence. And it also made me kind of want tuna. It's a great fucking movie. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I haven't I know, I haven't. <laughs> and so... Um, I had tuna fish, like, maybe three weeks ago with s- some celery in it. That's wow. nice. Tim remembers his I know, three, three weeks, weeks ago. ago. I can't even remember what I ate yesterday. Well, I remember because my lunch bucket smelled. <laughs> Wait, your lunch Oh, bucket. so yours is a bucket. <laughs> you won't carry a pail. I like the idea of you going to work with like an orange Home Depot bucket. It's <laughs> a bucket. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking more like a... Like a hey, look, I work on the ground floor, motherfucker. I have a bucket. I think he was so coming... So upstairs motherfuckers have the pails. I was thinking he was coming in with like a kid's uh, place. <laughs> sand pail. Oh, like on the beach? Like a little beach pail. That's what I, Whenever I hear lunch pail, that's what I always think about. Like they were walking around like a little fucking sand pail with like... Stuff. Up with in like, spoon. Uh, yeah, Tim still got the, <laughs> or little, the little shovel. The little shovel. Yeah. Oh my so what he used to eat his soup. <laughs> you just, just bring like a bucket of chili in. with uh. <laughs> I bring kimchi to work. <sighs> you just eat it with that little shovel on the subway. So good. <laughs> um, then we get this curator who just talks about like it basically gives us lore. Um Yes. At, the museum. at the museum. Yeah, so like this the, is when we get into like the Aztec serial have, killings. I was gonna say, have <sighs> we seen another have we seen one of we've seen one of the cutaways with like the flesh from the face yes, being yeah. cut off, right? Like I know yeah. we found they found a body that was separate from Yeah, they found the one body that looked like it was burned, and then we've seen like these quick like cuts of a murder mm-hmm. happening. Um I don't know if we've seen like the the headdress that the guy wears. No, Not we yet. just see the cuts over. Um, okay, what the guy at the museum's telling us. So he's like, okay, and I don't not. Uh, good. Sorry. 
No, that was it. No, no, it's just, it's just uh, it gives me a Night Stalker feeling. Remember yeah. the, mm. the one with Eric Estrada? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Kolchak one. Yeah, right? yes. Kolchak, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, like, I, the, that's the one, this whole little, uh, the, the modern-day, like, Aztec cult that is responsible for this, for Q, Ooh. essentially, existing, um, is wow. the one you area... You know how you blow Q up? Tell all those stupid idiots who believe in Q that he's from Mexico. That's it. End of that skew. Whole movement yeah. right there. <laughs> they all just go home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I've been a fool. I think Dave I'm so well. sorry. I got extremely distracted. And I'll have to tell you all why after the recording. Um, oh. Okay. Did you just shit all over I your did, wall? I um, did. Get the Windex, baby. <laughs> shit. But it's the problem is he pissed all over his cleaning supplies. So, oh, damn it! I hate it when I prank myself like that. <laughs> yeah, you ever prank yourself? You know, just for when fun. you live by yourself, you do some stupid shit. Wow, Daniel's sending up a bucket of water over his fucking bedroom door. <laughs> yeah, you miss the companionship. I'm so home aloneing myself. Just prank himself. I'm home alone. Yeah. He puts micro machines all over the yeah, stairs. Yeah, I come, I come through know. my window and I just had broke. I just had ornaments waiting for me to step on, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, damn it, I got the eggs up. Again. Some of them are fake eggs. Some of them are real. Which one is he gonna pick tonight? God damn it! Oh, and Carradine is like, it's, I love watching Carradine try to act like he's interested at in all of what he's learning. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, this is when Carradine, he's really, this is why I'm saying it's one of his best performances. Because he's just kind of being himself and, like, letting it be a little funny, and he's just not being... I think a problem with Carradine so many times is he's so wooden in a lot of his roles, right? Like, he he seems like he takes it too seriously, but then you have this movie where he's just having a blast. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know why he wouldn't just bring that to more of his roles. I I don't know. Maybe it was just the direction from Larry Cohen is like, this is how I want you to play it. I... I was just kind of confused because it's like, where is this Carradine been? Like, he's yeah, great. I, they put him in the yeah. right spot, and he's so good in this role. He's just kind of playing that detective that kind of is willing to for some... And you kind of believe... You believe that this is the kind of guy that would look a little bit outside the box and think that maybe this is something well, that could I, be real. He's the one that seems to recognize that like okay the the way these killing like whether it's the guy that lost his head at the, the window washer or these corpses we're finding something weird's happening here yeah because richard roundtree's the guy being like no yeah, he's no, the real yeah. just some guy getting skinned like it's right some sicko out he, there nothing none yeah, of this is Roundtree's connected like not feeling this shit yeah. he yeah he thinks they're completely separate things like you have these murders right. happening yeah but you always have this in every horror movie or science fiction yeah, movie, especially yeah. we have somebody like a cop, at a certain point they can't deny what's going on anymore. Right, right. But I like it because it feels like Carradine's character comes to it a little earlier than the movie would a movie like this would normally have. Yeah, like or at least his his willingness to to listen and to start thinking along these lines, um, which was yeah. cool because. 
normally they usually wait till like very much the end and it becomes part yeah. of like a, yeah, a kind true. of a scram. Yeah, they were playing it different. It was like he was uh, perceptive of it up front, but I think because it's like kind of a truncated movie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. Like, and we're yeah. only getting so yeah. much. Yeah. I do love in the next scene where he's in a robe and there is just a thin piece of, piece of cloth blocking us from seeing his junk, dude. Oh, is this where he's, he's in, in bed, bed with, with, with his, his wife, wife his actual the, wife? Okay. Yeah. By the, the way, hair? what kind of an asshole? Um, like, oh, I'm reading, so the lights need to be on, even though you're sleepy. Go fucking read somewhere else, dude. Like, if you're gonna... <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> That's why you have one lamp on one yeah, side, right. one lamp on the other. It's yeah. so weird. But uh, oh, and what did y'all think about the? Uh... Oh, they didn't have those little fucking uh, books, best friend thing. Oh, uh, those little like oh, oh the little, little clip-on clip on things. So Me too. The battery runs out, and you're like, I don't want to unscrew this little screw and shit. I'll just buy another one. Fuck this. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there was. Like, I could just read porn in the bathroom. I had to read in my own fucking bed. I call that a number yeah. three. I'm, I'm making too many Where steps. I'm taking a shit and jerking reading off. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that Tim reads his porn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literotica.com. Check it out. <laughs> Oh God, he Tim can't get hard right? without like a deep backstory to like why they're fucking. I go back to dial-up, okay? So everybody goes back to dial-up. You know what your grandparents are probably whacking it off to? LitErotica.com. Mm. Tim was big into like ASCII art porn back mm. in the day, you know, because it loaded faster. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just stories. That was it. No pictures even. Jeez. It's dial-up, man. You know how long it takes to fucking d- fucking dial-up and fucking download an illustrated picture of somebody sucking dick? <laughs> how long did it take? About maybe 45 minutes. By that point, I'm like, I lost interest. I think the key is to, like, just goodbye cream right when you can see the, you know... Yeah, that was the, what made it fun, too. When it crowns? Yeah. <laughs> when the picture loaded, that's when you unload. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the picture's uploading, you're unloading. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it's downloading. <laughs> but whatever. I don't know. You could, yeah, be, you could be posting it. it. Who knows? Something's unloading. <laughs> that's another fetish that Daniel has. He likes to host his own porn <laughs> and download it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It brings him back to when he was a kid. What are you, you know? listening to? Me reading erotic <laughs> porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chip just listens to himself could reading porn. Could you imagine Tim reading like, porn to you? I could not get hard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we do a Yobo challenge? <laughs> so, anyway, she touches his shoulder and he goes, I'm hawking here. <laughs> Dude, you should do Hawkeye porn, like Hawkeye fanfic porn, dude. I'm sure. I'm sure that's already been kinda, huh? already there. Um, she's the girl from, um, uh, oh God, what was that show? The Joe, Judd Apatow show, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah. No, fuck this shit. Yo, she got fucking. She got snapped, so she's five years younger. Oh then, okay. <laughs> Oh, yep, yep, she she did. No, I'm not sure either, but... uh, Yep. Well, he just got a younger wife without divorcing her. Yeah, said hawk guy. I thought he was married to a hawk. Yeah. He's married to a hawk guy. Yeah, I mean, birds don't have a gag reflex, because that's why they're able to throw up their food. Um, Yeah, it could be a plus, although the beak and... Yeah, I don't know. Might not work. So, Danny would rather eat a dog and then be eaten by a bird because it doesn't have a gag <laughs> reflex. <laughs> These are always. What's that fucking. Uh, what's a saw build. Uh, what's a 
birth you always fucking pawn posting oh, the, on the, Matt? The shoe bill stork? Yeah. yeah. It, it'll cut you in half and then eat just both halves. So These are the things you talk about on first date, yep. right, Daniel? Like, what what bra- breed of dog would you eat if you like, could have one? Also, if you had to fuck a bird... <laughs> It's a good thing they know they don't have a gag reflex, right? <laughs> Did you know? Uh, Are you? you know, would you consider yourself a bird lady or uh, more of a cat lady? I mean, up. Daniel doesn't like to, you know, this weather small talk. Fuck that. He goes into a date. They sit down. They have mm-hmm. coffees in front of him, you know, and it, or uh, drinks in Daniel's case, right? And is, he just breaks the ice. He goes, so like, did you know birds mm-hmm. don't have? Yeah, I mean, reflexes. I start every day with I ask their uh, blood type right away. Yeah, what's your blood? Daniel type? never got past that speed dating phase. Yep. I take a blood pressure monitor too. I'm like, I want to see how fast your heart. What's their blood right type? Now. Yeah, you take a little. <laughs> you do your own blood test to make sure that they're telling mm-hmm. the truth. It's there, about right? trust. Like Relationships are. You tell trust. me your own negative. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go get this tested, and we'll mm-hmm. see if there's a second. Yeah, date. I make things fucking weird because then I'm like, dude, if you're down for this, then we're good. Like, just give me the first three or so. Yeah. That's all I need. I do, but I I will say like you're kind of on you're kind of on it, Mike, because I do bring the weird hard on first dates. <laughs> like I bring it so hard because I'm like, dude, if no, you can handle no, this, then yeah. fuck, we're good. Exactly. Yeah. Daniel is like those fucking scammers <laughs> who send you emails with all the misspelled words. <laughs> Because they know that if you will read a misspelled, yeah, like, uh, oh, I, I am. So, uh, my name is Gilda <laughs> from the UKKR. It's a USSR, right? Yeah, I don't think we're old enough, Tim. Whatever. <laughs> what? But they have it. I've seen. I've seen it before. Where they they know that if they misspell words and people still respond to that catfishing mm. shit, that they're already suckers. Yeah. Like, you know, some chick who's obviously a fucking bot from Russia is talking about being in Minnesota and talking about how she loves the hockey team of the Washington Redskins football team. If you're going to let that slide. Yeah. And you okay. respond, that's it. You're 90% in. Anyway, right, right. Right. So that's how Daniel is. So he starts talking about like, hey, uh, if you if you had a choice, honey, would you rather shit on a wall or on a sheet? <laughs> And if she doesn't get up and throw a drink in his yeah. face, I mean, nine—that's yeah, it. Nine She's times in. Out of ten, I yeah. she wasn't up with a drink on my face, but that tenth time, baby, yeah. it's it's because. Yeah. By the way, Tim, she's not offended by the question. She's more offended by Daniel coming into the first date calling her honey. Mm-hmm. Our meat, <laughs> meat pissing in the restaurant plant. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh shit! What uh, Here, I'm supposed to meet somebody <laughs> here, and they just go oh, like, God. Um, and they just look over. Like, Mike, help me out. There's this. Mm. There's this uh, bar in LA. It's like it's like three stories. It's like a super old old bar in downtown LA. Oh yeah, the uh, the place that used to be like the lunch uh, cafe yeah. that they converted into a big. It's lunch super cafe. fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah and every plan. every floor has like a different like. There's like a t- tiki bar floor. There's like there's a hidden tiki bar. <sighs> that's that one need. of the bars I went to when I was in so, New York. Yeah, in LA. Oh, this in one's in LA. when I was young. Uh, but no, Dan, you're right. I went there for a birthday party once. You got to get a. Uh, like a Legends of the Hidden Temple coin yes. to get into it's the It's super bar. cool. There's like secret and doors. Secret yeah, door. there's secret doors. Yeah. And I went to that place for, I think, for New yeah. Year's and New Year's Eve. And um, we we're having a great time. But the problem was the bathroom management was so bad. So I grabbed my glass, oh, no. put it on the oh, floor, and I pissed in that oh, glass. Daniel! <laughs> in the middle of the fucking place. You guys knew this is where the story was going. Jeez. Why are you shocked? But no, what's crazy, he was just drinking shots all night. So what the <laughs> fuck? 
He puts a shot. <laughs> well, I was drinking water to he balance just... out. I wanted to be able to make it to, to like one. I just like that he sets up like the rail just on the floor though, and he's like, "All right, this is so when the, gonna take some finesse." Yeah, when the uh, the cleanup, like the bus people, there was came a by glass of piss like, just at the, underneath the table. Oh man, that poor guy is like, "Hey, you know what the fringe benefit is? Drinking some of the empties. <laughs> they always a little bit." <laughs> Dude, my date was so appalled. Like, she thought it was so fucking... Wait, no whoa, shit, whoa, Sherlock! Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> she thought it was so rude. Your date was there? Yeah. Yes, Daniel, that's oh, very rude. Oh, come on, rude. Daniel, that's pushing I, it too I far. I just one of those people. I was mad, dude. Bar in- I felt disrespected because <sighs> All right, no. it's like... Did you go in a corner at I, least, or were you sitting? I was right at in? my table. You know, when you're mad and like and you say like you're pissed off, it's not literal. I'm pissed like, off when I get pissed wait, off. Mad. If this chick would have been cool, <laughs> Daniel could have gone home, had Anna with her, yes. her sister, her grandmother, and her cousin. Wait a minute. All right. Where did this come from? That's I like this because if a chick is going to be cool with you taking your fucking dick out and pissing into a cup in the middle of the fucking ground in the middle of a fucking club, anything goes. Okay, I I love your leaps of logic, but um. Tim lives his life like I don't know, like an eighty sex <laughs> comedy. Like everything right. is like it's a penthouse forum. You live so a penthouse forum. Yeah. I went to Studio Fifty Four tonight, and the bathroom was so full of fucking cokeheads. I had to take my dick out and piss on the floor. <laughs> then Liza Minnelli came up to yeah, me with Calvin Klein. Your logic leaps are that of like a sex comedy, Tim. It, yeah. It's just amazing to me. It's, it's like a por- It's Porky's logic is what you have. Yeah, you have Porky's logic. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You have Joystick's logic, It's like, dude. you can... Yeah, you know, like, test the boundaries. If she's okay right. with you pissing into a into a wine glass on the bottom of a bar, <laughs> then mm-hmm. she'll be fine with anal. Yeah, but no, no. <laughs> Daniel set it up because he said that he does it. He gets weird purposely because yeah. then he's going to I mean, I will say he, this was not a first date, right? no, but, I mean, this was ba- this was testing the it boundaries. It was the last date. Like, she was like... Was this like... Oh, right we be- don't want to hear about the number two date. Was this right before you left town for good? A few, <laughs> a few <laughs> months. <laughs> was this for dinner? Mm-hmm. I got to get out of town. A few months. Is this why you had to leave town for good? <laughs> no. <laughs> that shit will fly in Texas. Not I, in I know it was in a rush. All of a sudden, Daniel's like, uh, so I'm going back to San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> but she did. We're like, like, oh, as, man. As, when are you going to go? You're like, uh, uh, three days. <laughs> I did leave pretty quick. I did leave pretty quick. But she was like, as, as appalled as she was of the action, she was impressed with the aim. Because I got it. It's a thin glass, and I got it all in there. So oh she continuously she she watched the whole thing yeah. from start to finish. I was she was keeping lookout. She was keeping lookout. I told her like yeah. keep a lookout. I'll if tie some- it up if I have to. She was keeping yeah. lookout. I put her. I put her. I gave her a job. I said keep a lookout because I'm pissing in the middle of this fucking place. Like <laughs> my dick is out. Oh, you made her an accomplice. You know, you know what? This is a great first date. Accomplice, Daniel. Yeah, I was. Like, I was hoping. I was hoping someone was gonna take it. That's this next line. You know I'm gonna take that, Matt. Come on. What's your blood type? And then he goes, Hey, I got a job for you. Okay. You do look out. I'm gonna piss in this coffee cup on the on the floor. Hey, look, honey. You told me, honey. Teamwork honey, makes honey, the dream honey. work. You told me your blood type. I'm gonna give you a piss test right here, so you can test yep. it right now. You know, I'm clean. You don't have to worry I got about a strong anything. Strong urethra. You still got both those yep. kidneys. You can see. Mm. Yeah, as a as a thing I like to do at the end of a first date, uh, I think we should exchange your. <laughs> so and also just to see that you're not stealing any other out of the bathroom. See, we're both in this go relationship. Right we here, do so. cross. And the I really really like you, so I'm gonna piss a little bit on your shoes. In this I'm relationship, walking. we do cross the streams. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Well, the second date, we'll come back with a urine test, and we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> is this a mini bin? Yeah. You know, the best thing is like we were talking about how at the start, like how this the movie queue is like three movies put into one. This has been like three podcasts. I know. And I, the I, last I, yeah. hour, it's been a lot, <laughs> has been the uh, what. Pistachio? No, we're that, never going to get to the full. We movie. probably won't, but um, we're, like, we're we're doing it. We're no. about halfway. Never in. go f- full queue. Hit some highlights <laughs> at least, because uh, I do it's have a hard gonna... stop today. I actually got to go. And... <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I quit a hockey game to do this. Not podcast, a real so. one though. Pretend <laughs> 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 game. Wow, I put down my video game. Ooh, I had to put down my controller. <laughs> I had to leave my friend Westy with my friend Vols, and Vols doesn't know how to fucking play hockey, so there's no chance they won that game once I quit it. Man, dude. Timothy how about game. Pete and Ernie? Were they playing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't play from right. Like I said, if he's not dead, he's got to be in jail. <laughs> Guaranteed. Can you play hockey from Rikers? The video game? Uh, no, there's no Rikers Island team. You don't think they have? They have an Xbox I mean, for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, um, so d- we see him. He's doing all his research and shit. Um, then we have that quick cut where he just jumps out and screams at her like a crazy person. Um, yeah, this is when you knew the chemistry was too good that they like they they yeah, knew each other because that's like, that would have been very uncomfortable well. if, yeah. if I was just an actress in this one scene with him. Because the way she kisses him and and hugs him, I'm like, whoa, that was yeah. That's odd. Like, if that actress just took that liberty. Like, because yep. she was like, come yep. on over. Yeah, they did a real brown bunny. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the best scene in the movie, in my opinion, when Jimmy heads to the girlfriend's house and he goes on this huge monologue about how he's just, he's fucked up and everything he touches turns to shit. And it's, it's, I really didn't cry. Amazing. I don't and cry also, enough. <laughs> by the way, there was that weird part where. He, it's alluded to that. He's well, that he gets drunk and he, yeah, too? yes, he that's right. I have written down. All right, so first he hits his girlfriend, and now we yeah. find out that after that, that he's We're a fucking junkie like who's been you know out of jail. You're right. But he's throwing that fucking guilt mm-hmm. trip on her, right? Oh, nobody's gonna ever want me if you don't take care of me, if you don't work and do everything for me, so I can sit home on the couch and fucking just play with my QAnon all day. Mm-hmm. Poor me, right? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like she fostered a dog that's been in the streets too long and it bites, and like she's trying to be patient with him, but she's also kind of like needs help too. Like she needs to speak to somebody because she's like l- allowing this to happen and staying with him for some reason, even though he's very abusive and a drunk and. And apparently it's like when he drinks, right? Yeah. So like, again, it's a great thing of like her trying to stop his demons mm-hmm. from coming out is like he's like mm-hmm. i just need one drink mm-hmm. one drink and yeah. she's like no 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 then it's alluded to plus i think theater. also again the time that this movie was made there was very few movies where a man hit a woman and it wasn't justified in the movie somehow I'm not saying that in real life that's justified but there were very few movies where a woman's like you hit me once that's it Done. Done with your ass. Get the fuck out, you junkie bastard. Mm-hmm. It was always the woman put up with it, or there was something that she had to she had to understand what he was going through, and then he was going to be sorry at the end of the movie and all that shit. But so when I like I said when we find out about our fucking hero that he's a fucking junkie ex con who beats his fucking girlfriend up, who's doing nothing but trying to help him out. Mm-hmm. 
but that was the time. They, back then, women in those movies, it, when it was brought up, they didn't fucking stand up for themselves. So, like today. And I think this this scene also shows kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting because you're getting his reaction to seeing this very unbelievable, crazy thing that he just saw with the egg and the dead bodies, and he is hysterical and kind of going psychotic. Yeah. And it's amazing. And he can't bring it out right anyways. Like, again, he has that, like, Matt said, you know, it's like a million thoughts in his head, right? And he's, like, can't coherently describe what he's seen. And also it sounds like me on a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) But it also sounds insane. But she's heard this this shit before, right? So she's kind of like... Yeah, you feel like this is, like... She is seeing a regression mm-hmm. in him. Yeah. Like this is Yeah, some she thinks he might be doing drugs. Because again when he's like shit. Yes, yeah. because when he's saying that shit, he's like, and then I saw this egg and you know, I'm I'm never gonna want to eat an egg again and all this stuff and she's like, Oh, really? And kind of like yeah. entertaining it as like, Oh yeah, how big was mm-hmm. the egg? You know? Well, I'll tell you this, my cat had worms and I might never <laughs> need eat worms. I might again? never fucking eat spaghetti <laughs> again. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, thank you for ruining the dinner I'm making tonight. No. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in. I'm, I'm actually going to cut that and also end the episode with that line again. Um. <laughs> out. Well, I give it a Fumanchu, so I'm oh, yeah. really happy. Uh, oh, double and this is where you said, I think you had mentioned this earlier, Mike, where she says like she does see some good in him somewhere. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, and it's like the audience getting back on yeah. his side. Like it's yeah, we accept well, him. And, and thankfully, like you know, since we have seen what he's seen, like that, you know, because again, they could have, you know, shot it differently. Like it could have been like you know, we could have seen him climb the ladder and then like react to something and not know what he. So like we do know he is telling the truth like yeah which is yeah, but i think it's unearned because she doesn't why out of all the stupid crazy shit that this fucking junkie boyfriend who has hit her mm-hmm. has told her in the past why is this the one time she's supposed to believe him she doesn't she yeah doesn't, i know yeah. it's just but tim you know how it gets her on his side and also the audience is because she says i know there's some good in there i've been looking you know right yeah yeah she almost but see, treating I think, him like a child, yeah. like at that point. Yeah, it's something to take care of. He's a little, he's like, he's a little oh dog, injured dog. Just he needs to mend him. Do you guys know anybody like that? Like, I know a guy. I'll tell you, I've never seen a guy who's more of a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Right? Women love yeah. him. They, yeah, I can't tell you how many like girlfriends Is he attractive? This guy has had Mario. because they all look at him as this like reclamation project. project. Is, is, yeah. he, is, like, is he hot though? Is he an attractive guy? I mean, he's a because that normally guy. is the it's first not, like, step. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. no. You got to oh, be yeah. attractive. That's a big Trust step. Me. Trust me. It is not. It's always the same woman. Ah, like, okay. Every time we meet a new girlfriend, it's like oh, it's the same she, kind of woman. Comes. Like it's another. Mm. Yeah. She has a lot yeah. of cats, right? She's no, no. <laughs> She's like. I found a project. I'm gonna make him. You know, yeah. he's gonna get a job when yeah. he's with me. And mm-hmm. you almost want to pull her aside Don't and do go. It. It's just turn around. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Listen, look. I've been in enough relationships to know that every time I've met a new woman, I have always become her project to some point. Okay, and as long as it ends with like getting me new clothes and telling me to get this kind of a haircut, it's fine. But once I like start taking heroin and going to jail for eight to ten years. (laughs) 
Usually that's the breaking point, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I, you know what? I can't change him that much. <laughs> what was autobiography there? Like that is wow. So anyway, oh, let me tell you another. No, no. When I met my when I met my wife, when we were first going out, for the first time in my life, I she really she went crazy buying me fucking clothes because I right, I was probably dressing like a dickhead. I had a listen. I had a dust like a dick. You wore okay? a lot of turtlenecks. <laughs> Whoa, hold on a second. You showed up to a first date in a duster? No, not on a first like date, but I had one. I, I wasn't that Neo dumb. Or? Walking around like Neo, dude. No, this is like no, this is like this Actually, is like, more like Joey uh, Pants. <laughs> No, no, no. This is like a duster out of fucking uh, the, the Oh, fucking okay. Westerns. That kind of... Wow. You're walking around yeah. like Someone that talks a lot of shit about Texas trying to steal our look. I see that. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Uh, I, I bought it from Australia. Well, so Australia, you're Australia, Australia like, like Texas, the lo- too. <laughs> okay. So Yobo's walking around like the Lone Ranger around New York. No, okay. no, not, not when I met her. I, I, I was smart enough. That I had to build that up. After I had my books in her, and that was it. I was like, all right, now the dust is coming out. But yeah, she bought me a bunch of new clothes. She really changed my like my whole style of Dude, dressing and all that stuff. If you have photos of that, Tim, just between us, would love to see them. Yeah, can you? Sh- can you could blur, blur out your, your face. face and send us a picture of you in a duster. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I have a. I might even come on. You were definitely doing that. She hasn't thrown it oh, out I while I wasn't looking. This. You were doing that Keanu Reeves duck like you were in the Matrix in at least one picture. No, right? no, it wasn't a trench coat. It wasn't anything like that. You know, fuck you also. Because <laughs> I remember having a pair of fucking John Lennon rose colored glasses like two years before Natural Born Killers came out and I had to get rid of them because everyone's like, oh, Natural Born Killers, great movie. Wait, hold on. You're walking around New York with a <laughs> not with the duster, duster, not at the same time. And a rose <laughs> not at the same time. You must okay, I wasn't in fuck. I wasn't in the prophecy. I wasn't one of those fucking angels. <laughs> and you still had that taxi cab hat. You're walking. <laughs> wow, man! If I could put all my fucking fashion full pores together in do, one shot, that would be it. <laughs> we need to like cut this audio, like it, the, these descriptions, into like a sequence, and then hand them to like a sketch artist and be like, yeah. "This oh, is yeah. who you've seen," and just see what I the know. hell. I wish someone could animate some of these looks stories like. we tell, like me pissing on a porch. <laughs> you. I think you're just gonna end up looking like hey, well, Nightmare. Matt. Do you know anybody? Well, I know that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Yobo comic book. Oh gosh, um, Faustus. <laughs> but long Faustus. story short, <laughs> yeah, you can do a Yobo long story comic short. Book. Yeah, which I'm famous. I know this story. Uh, she completely <laughs> changed my style of dressing and everything like that. And when she did, I had at least two women just blatantly come up to me and just start talking to me and like oh wow i really like your shirt oh wow i like those jeans and all that shit and i'll never forget it it was really so yes every time a woman starts going out with a man in her mind and it's for his benefit i think she like all right there's a little bit of project he's a little bit rough around the edges i can fix him up right i can do this i can do that Mm -hmm. but like i said once he gets to taking heroin Oh, fucking psychedelic drugs that burn your brains out like he has and go into jail? That's when the project ends. Yeah. So they find so, the... So we see, um, we see the, the serial killer guy uh, <laughs> no, from the Aztec, Neo-Aztec cult, as they called it. And he's wearing yeah. a... It is the smallest Sm- yeah, cult in a, the world. Yeah, one... Two, with the greatest fucking helmet the, ever, the eagle, And then he's that got that cool helmet. green feathered cloak. He looks like he should be in a 70s funk band. Fucking awesome. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. Man. He could be on stage with George Clooney. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. 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 He's in Parliament. 
I'm telling you, they may have asked them. They may have gone to Parliament and been like, hey, can we borrow that? Yeah. He's the guy who holds the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> he slices this guy right up his chest, and this is the guy that he um, takes his heart out. And I like it because uh, Roundtree says, yeah, they precisely took this man's heart out, but when we see him, it looks like a bomb went off in his chest. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, real precise. Jeez. Um, so then uh, from there, we get some more, some other cre- uh, curator, I think, is talking to Carradine. Um Oh no no that's when we're we're back at the precinct and they're all talking and they're realizing this all might be connected this this ritualistic these ritualistic murders Is this where we meet the chief Yeah that's where the we meet the chief who I didn't know was the chief at first until later but yeah And he's good I like him I that yeah, he's good. I think it's the later scene though that I love. It cracked me up because it was he kept like calling them to like the little side like hallway, but then he keep walk like walking back to Carradine's desk, and it, I there was something so funny about the blocking <laughs> of that, like that. It was oh, well, just so Ma- much. Michael is like, sitting there like six inches away, listening to whole right. fucking story. It's like yeah. there was so much dialogue, but that you know that they were getting through and they were doing really well, but you could almost feel like the actors must have been like what do we do <laughs> like yeah. we're just standing here you know so it's just it, it there was just the, the tiniest paces back and forth and it's super <laughs> it fun. cracked me up but i like the fact that the uh the two um the two guys from the heist come through and they try to get him yeah and this is that that's the part where suddenly we realize because they have been off screen mm-hmm. since we didn't know what happened to them so exactly like you know it's he, yeah it it's kind of surprising and they're trying to break in and moriarty grabs his gun he goes down the fire escape and maybe one of the most off, like weird songs that doesn't really fit with it i thought he was singing on his way down the stairs but it was a song okay so i if i'm not mistaken this is the actual recording of the thing that we heard him playing oh like because there is a studio version of the little Scat like thing thing that the, the yeah exactly called like devil's kiss or i can't remember what it's called but it's it, it is uh michael moriarty oh like, my original. god that's so funny um and i believe because it's played twice because there's that version and then that's why i think it's so confusing because it is him it's just not supposed to be the character oh okay in, in okay. that moment yeah because it's like so, what do you yeah, do it's oh wait are we yeah, on the fire like, escape yeah you yeah when you get yourself a yeah. good it's like what the fuck's going on yeah sopranos you <laughs> fucking shit. hack it's so good did he that's a more yeah that's song, what we just talked right? about yep. yeah i like yep. how you yep. come Same. into the show and yeah. like you don't think about that things <laughs> well, have been said <laughs> well and because yeah, I'm just it, like, trying to quickly get in. <laughs> I know I'm so, fine. Yeah, so, I love you. Because my thing is, <laughs> like, I thought, and I know Tim's gonna say this, and he already did say it, that he was singing it. And on, Daniel said, "No, Daniel yes. thought the same thing." Yeah, so. I, I was like, but it's not because we see him running later, and it's still playing. But it is him singing. The actor. it's the oddest. It doesn't yeah, work because I'm like, wait, awkward is the, as fuck. A character or the actor? No, but it. What? See, I think it works great because of it that. Worked. But like, because I mean, it, it's so off. It, again, it's another one of those moments that like it's super odd. It just throws me off enough that I'm so yeah. I, I'm paying yeah. attention to the movie. Have you ever heard of, of the singing policeman? Well, yeah, his is opposite. <laughs> the okay, the singing crook. 
not singing cry. Anyway, so um, by the way, in this in this little <laughs> scene where he's trying to get away from um, the guy from Ace Ventura and then the mustache guy, um, <laughs> this random ass. Yeah, <laughs> this random ass shirtless dude in orange shorts and long ass tube socks goes into what the fuck? Yes, I have him written down too. Like, orange shorts. What's going on? <laughs> you just go to a pizza place with fucking no shirt on? Like, holy shit! At that time, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that was probably the guy who made the pizzas. Don't worry, if Tim wasn't on mute, he'd tell us about his phase where he'd go. Oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, people on. went into places with no shirt. I wish at any point in my life I was like nah, this guy skinny. was pretty like <laughs> like this guy was like you know what if I'm gonna be in the movie and I'm not gonna have a part to like actually say anything I'm gonna take my shirt off so people know yes yeah. <laughs> last second right before he jumped my camera they're like the dude you're off. going to a restaurant dude like you don't need to take your shirt off <laughs> no shirts no shoes yeah, no dude. service right no that's like my uh, white trash friend. He, uh, when he got in a car, he said he couldn't drive it with a shirt on. He hated oh, how God, the seat God. would scratch that his is... shirt, and he didn't like it. So This is the guy who started smoking yeah, at 30? Yeah, so yeah. every time that we would get in a car, he would take his shirt off. <laughs> uh, Mike. <laughs> Guys. Mike, uh-huh. that's a move. No, no, no. Tim. Like, oh, this is oh, also you, the man you, who... Oh, guess what? Oh. Now it's oh these these seats yeah. are making my pants yeah, itch. I, no, this is also the guy who got on a plane and got stuck in yeah. a <laughs> oh, yeah. country because he went for a He's like my nipples are a little sensitive from a deep <laughs> dive I did and uh, so I'm gonna take this shirt off. <laughs> I was once I was in the car with him once when we were teenagers and we got pulled over by a cop because he wasn't wearing a shirt. So obviously if he's driving <laughs> his fucking Pontiac without his shirt on, he's gonna get pulled over. Because he's also in the rich area, and so they're just like, yeah, that, every that's time. And you can really see he's not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled us over, and it was the weirdest thing is she was like, what are she? you doing? Oh, let's so see how she get she a did. ticket. She, at one point, stuck her hand in his cargo shorts. Like, uh, while he was in the car, like, and she just, what? like, grabbed him and, like, looked in his pocket, and then she just, like, backed away and left. And we were both like, what the fuck? Did she leave like a 20? <laughs> like, what the fuck Did was he that? say that's my penis? <laughs> I, I was just like, we were both there and kind of looked at each other like, the fuck? And she got in her car and left and like, just no she more She bad lieutenant you. Yeah, I have no idea what that was. It was like a power move. I don't know. <laughs> It's one of the strangest things that's ever happened. So it's here that we find out that... um, Dear Penthouse Forum, I never thought this would happen to me, but I was speeding. I was doing exactly 69 miles an hour when... And we were like 17. We're not like adults or anything like that. So it's like she just grabbed a kid and just left. Grabbed his junk. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I was thinking maybe you guys could help me. That is some deep buried trauma that I don't think I'm equipped for. Same, same. So we find out here that that pouch that um, Moriarty had grabbed was worth 77K, so they want that money. Why he doesn't just tell them the truth, I don't know, but he ends up taking them up. I think he does. He tries. He does. He tells them. They don't don't believe him. But the story is insane, Daniel. It's like. Yeah, plus that's bullshit because it's worth 77K on their insurance policy. That's not what you get when you sell that shit hot. You're going to get maybe. 50. 15? Yeah. I think Daniel's done. I'm just trying to drink water, man. My fucking throat is hurting, man. Um, 
Do you got a pee? Well, so okay, so the, him leading them to the Chrysler building then it, is is it just a stall tactic? Like he does not know what else to do. So yes, yes, because yes. he, he has no mm-hmm. idea that like. He, what is going to happen to them could happen to them. I mean, right? it's a last it's, ditch eh, thing. He's going to be killed, right? So it's I like, think he, uh, what, what's yeah. in his mind? Kill me in 20 minutes instead of five minutes, right? right. Hey, okay. any minute But I think that point. once he gets there, he kind of gets the idea because, I mean, he does what he does, right? Right. Well, he that, knows something. something weird well, because he leads them yeah. up there, and the monster eats both of these guys as they go up the ladder and his yeah. reaction is just like yeah, it's very yeah, joker like yeah him. like he's kind of giggling yeah, right. and he's really hysterical weird. and he's like eat him eat him because it's almost he's almost like it's his pet now or like it's his it's like, doing his deed because he doesn't yeah, have the balls to like kill someone yeah. in blood like cold blood right whoa wait a second yeah. he's a junkie right i mean well, he was he a junkie I mean, but he won't kill anyone so he's still chasing that dragon Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. You know and what, I though? I mute myself right now. Okay, so Tim's saying that. No, what I'm thinking more is like, man, the layers of character, because it's like, there's a lot of discussions later, Matt, where he's like, I didn't kill them, yeah, so it's I don't just care. Easier. And also, they're like, hey, aren't you upset that a bunch of people are going to die if you don't tell us this information? And he goes, what do I care? I yeah. don't know them. That's their fault. Right. And he goes, you know, it's like the... I, you know that's what happened yesterday I yeah because be honestly he he today. lacks empathy like it's yeah, just, he, he doesn't feel for anyone yeah. but himself and so he sees an opportunity where i can look really good like the hero and no one needs to know how long i've known mm-hmm. about this because right because yeah, this movie transitions yeah to it transitions that. to that it's no longer yes. him getting away from the mob it's him deciding oh this thing is terrorizing the city how can i capitalize and, and boy it? does he capitalize he on can. it as, uh, he gives a good t- <laughs> <laughs> Gives it a good tech. Yeah, because they pull him into the police station for the the diamond heist because it was so funny too that his girlfriend said to him in another scene, she goes, I don't know why you hang out with those guys. They're gonna frame you, they're gonna say it was all your yeah. your idea. Yeah. They probably already went to the cops. Cut to Richard Roundtree saying the exact same yeah. lines. Yeah. It was yeah. incredible. He called it. <laughs> Yeah, like he says it down to the exact thing. Your friend's finger. Been there, done that, right? That was yeah, all your exactly. Idea. She's seen it before, and I think yeah. that might have to do with him being so a lack of empathy. You know, a lack of empathy because you're not going to get any loyalty from him. So, like, it's if you stupid. have a guy like that in yeah. your gang and you have a heist, like, that's the guy you care less about because he's never done anything to make you feel like he's loyal. Now. Now you know no, why that's they why hired you're him. setting yeah. him up as that's a passion. Yeah. That's why you hire yep. him and you give him the gun yep. and you say it's you're coming in with us, yep. right? That's right. why they had no intention of him yeah. ever driving. We like, just need a nope, fall guy nope, just nope. in case shit hits the fan. Yeah. Um fuck, they probably just leave his ass gunned down in the jewelry yep. store. <laughs> well, they obviously didn't want, want they didn't care about whether he was going to drive or not cuz they kept the key. Yeah, yeah that was the whole reason he couldn't get away in the car. It's like but that's like it, that creates sympathy from the audience. It's like, oh man, like they were using him, yeah. right? And it's just just really. And uh, we get a good interaction between Roundtree and him, where he's like, Roundtree's just like petting him and rubbing his face, and then slapping the shit out he's of like him, slapping him around. Yeah, yeah he, he fucking palms his head. It's oh, a, it's so great, and he's treating him yes. like a little kid. It's, it's very really demeaning, weird, man. Um, but it's nice to see. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, but it's just nice to see a black guy do that <laughs> to a black guy. <laughs> I just let y'all know it's really fun. 
<laughs> but it's what's what's interesting, especially though. in that time in movies too. Well, Holy I was shit. gonna say, but what's interesting here is like um, between Car- uh, Carradine and Roundtree, it's like they're not partners, right? Like no. they're, they're I don't just even think they, they like each other. Not they don't really. like each other. No. I know that. Yeah, but like. And neither one is like good cop, bad cop, but definitely Roundtree is on like the bad cop side of things, I guess. Like, or more. He has a like, temper. Yeah, Roundtree is not taking him to get no. coffee. Roundtree right. doesn't yeah. take shit. That's the right. difference. Like, Carradine, again, he's willing to listen to the like bizarre Aztec thing and <laughs> yes. like consider it. And Roundtree's like, shut the fuck up. There's somebody skinning guys and making them look right. like hot dogs, you know? And. Yeah, Roundtree's pissed that he has to read a file. Yeah, and <laughs> so then he can't talk to him right when now. When <laughs> Carradine tells him, "You got to look up this weird uh, demon, weird yeah. demon thing," Roundtree's like, "Are you for? Are you for real?" And yeah. the chief <laughs> says, "Yeah, you got to read it." And Roundtree's like, "Fuck He's this!" Pissed. So he starts slapping around Moriarty a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's my favorite part. Like, just his whole like, you know. I'll deal. Yeah, I got to read a file. I'll deal with you later. Part it's just like this is just another thing on his day that he does not want to deal with. Exactly. But then uh, that's when Moriarty gets his idea of like I can use my knowledge of the demon. Because yeah, he's been he he's been very um, uh, obviously leaning his ear towards their conversation, so he knows what they're talking about. He's the one who pieces it now together. So where are we at? We're at. Um... Well, this is okay. So Moriarty's in the cell, right? And this is when he gets the idea of, like, he's got to get out of this situation, and he's starting to think, like, maybe <laughs> yeah. I can use because he hears him talking about the bird, yeah. right? Yeah. And so he's like, "Fuck, I've seen that thing," and now he starts to think, "I can use that to my advantage." I do love how um, his girlfriend tells him, "You just need to confess and let him know what you know." He's like, "And let them get all their promotions and their bonuses, and I'm stuck in the slammer." Fuck. Like I'm like, dude, he's so salty. Yeah, like, right. I love that shit. He's, but this he's is... looking. He wants to. He, he's looking to just, you know, make it. it like, yeah. What else does he know. have? He can't. No, scat. he can't. He's got his golden that's ticket. Right. Yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah. And that's when we get the disconnect between her and the audience, and that's when it signaled that you're no longer sympathize with them because she right. says that like, hey, once you got this stuff, you. Once you got a little bit of power, I don't like who you're yeah. becoming. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. said he does that whole rant of like, "Well, how about why can't I have something good?" Yeah. Right, right. It's his turn. They got all their stuff. Like it's my time now. It's more reality <laughs> yeah. time. And man, does he milk every bit of the like his? I mean, because his series They're of so demands good. for like what he knows. Yeah goes on for multiple scenes oh, it's man. great Honestly, one of the best amazing. acting scenes of him coming in and he he comes into the meeting room oh with like and, the yeah mayor? the commissioner's there with <laughs> roundtree carradine's there oh, yeah. and um the captain is there and he wants to introduce himself to everybody and the captain's like would you just uh please sit down and he's like hey look listen don't be pushing me around like he's like so defensive <laughs> he's just, yeah he wants to flex and there's you know? also there's also that weird thing where he says, I have my lawyer outside, and we're like, yes. he doesn't have a lawyer, but then when he, he shows up Yes, he does. No, right, but he, he shows does, up later. It's, it's, oh, yeah. later on he's got the lawyer. That's right. Because you know why not have the that lawyer, lawyer would take his call last Yeah, time. exactly. But we're like sitting there as the audience going, this, but he didn't have a lawyer, right? <laughs> right. Like, we don't believe and, him. And uh, he says, I... <laughs> this is Celio and like Barnes. He says he wants immunity like Nixon. Uh, 
<laughs> like are like the way Nixon was pardoned. Right. Yeah, for everything past yeah, okay. and future. Okay. Right. Some lines are so amazing. He asked for full immunity from any crime that he already right. committed so or good. will commit. And they say, you know, that's not possible. He goes, no, 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 no. Gerald Ford gave Nixon <laughs> yeah. that pardon, yes. so yeah. I want that pardon. I want the full immunity pardon, uh, and it's just, it's amazing. And then he also says, I want a million dollars tax-free, and he says, quote, because I've never paid yeah, taxes I love before that in my <laughs> life, but I'm not going to now. now. <laughs> no, 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 no. You missed, you missed a beat, because before he says, I want a million dollars tax-free, that means you are going to have to pay the taxes on that, which right. means I'm going to probably have to pay the taxes on the taxes, and I'm not doing that because yeah. I never paid taxes in my whole life. <laughs> and I'm not going to now. Right. Taxes on taxes? Wow. Michael he just admits to another crime. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care at this point. He feels so powerful. Yeah. He's like a 40-year-old yeah. man who has never once in his life. I mean, look, he's come been, on. He's been a low let's just, let's just say this is, Let's just say this is a... Yeah. You you're low cash. Level, like, your money is cash. Criminal. Like, that's it. Yeah. And now you know where fucking Godzilla yeah, is? pretty awesome. Right? Pretty right? Awesome. Come on. And, and he wants the exclusive right rights. I want... <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I want yeah. rights to all the photos. And, uh, yeah, when you bring your policeman there and you're going to bring you're gonna bring the film cameras and the still cameras and everything, you're going to want to see this shit. I get it all. I want the negatives. Yeah. I want to be able to have the rights. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it to the paper. I get first option. It yeah. is amazing. <laughs> and, and it's funny because Roundtree is like, fuck. He's this. pissed. And, and while this like, is going on, Carradine is just doing a fucking the, drawing. That's my favorite thing about it is that this whole time yeah. he's just and he's making little faces like, oh, oh, that looks pretty accurate. Like this is the yeah. way I feel like it would look. It's so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> and what's crazy? That was what was on the back of his fucking shirt and uh, Kung Fu <laughs> the serpent. <laughs> He's like, this looks yeah. really familiar. But this is so great because we're laughing yeah. as an audience being like, this is oh. insane demands. And then they we'll go, do it. okay, we'll get the mayor on the phone, but I think we can give yeah. you everything you're asking for. Well, no, the guy says the bank is closed until tomorrow. Yeah, open the well, bank, Open bitch. the bank. Yeah. And I love that part when, uh, I think it's like Carradine or somebody says, you know, people are going to die. That Roundtree does that. Goes, yeah, Roundtree well, tells him that. Yeah, he goes, yeah. well, yeah. that's your yeah. fault. Right. Uh, think yeah. about the people I'm going to save yeah, and the tomorrow. Day after that. Right. Yeah, the next that's day. what it's the about. The next day, baby. right? Yeah. It's uh, and then Roundtree and him kind of ru- Roundtree goes at him like because he has a short temper too, and he's like, yeah. "This guy like, went from someone that I was basically slapping around and fucking with, and now he's got he's got the power." Uh huh. Oh man! If fucking Michael Moriarty walked over the Roundtree and palmed his head, oh my god, <laughs> that would have been the piece of they would have caught on yeah. actual film in real life. Just Shaft beating the shit out of Michael Moriarty. A murder. Yeah. yeah. Like, Moriarty, <laughs> Moriarty's not that crazy, dude. Yeah, that's right. No that's, why he, that's why he had to move to Canada, because there's a deleted <laughs> scene of when he did that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Even Moriarty. Like, that's actually evidence. Uh, we can't show that. I thought, you know, and I thought he was. I thought he was going to kind of, you know, have you ever just done that and just kind of smack, you know, they do that in New York all the time, you know, just kind of smack your friend in the cheek you a little see? bit. Oh, you know, yeah. and I thought he yeah. was going to do that. Oh, that's yeah. why I want the. I, that's why I want the grind to meet up to be in New York. Yeah, just so smack us in the face a little bit, give us a kiss. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, mm-hmm. do us the yeah, mob dude. style. You cut yeah. my face and give me a big kiss on the lips and go <laughs> backhand, ah. and then kiss is death. <laughs> get afraid on my ass. Dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so is it at this point when, um, or because then what? Like the night 
we get a night seat or whatever and mm-hmm. then he comes back to like the negotiating table right and because then there's that great line about like uh was it everything's good except like the money we don't know if we can afford that or whatever and then doesn't he say something like no you already got approval yeah like more yes. than i Which asked is crazy for. is that he somehow knew he's like well what about the uh, mayor approving two million dollars mm-hmm. Right. And everybody's like, yeah. oh, like uncomfortable And he silence. has a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, give me a million bucks, and otherwise you're going to get sued for what? 10, 15, 11 yeah. million dollars. Yeah. And then you're right, Matt, because the guy says, oh, we got to talk to the mayor. But he goes, yeah, but the mayor already allotted $2 million to this fund, right? Right, yeah. It's like. It's so interesting yeah. that this character is like, man, we just wish he could get it together, is the first right. part of this movie, and we're feeling bad for him. But then when he does, he uses yeah. it for evil. Yes. And to extort the yeah. city yeah. while we've watched mm-hmm. how many he people get care. slaughtered. Yeah, he <laughs> like, does not care. It's about him no. and his life, and he feels like he's been dealt a bad card, a bad hand, and the city owes, yeah. like, the city owes him for putting him through all yeah. that, because... Yeah, and he keeps he saying feels like that. he's oh, yeah he's you owed owe it. me oh yeah because he also says that whole part where he goes I was wrongfully accused as a nineteen yes, year old boy that's right you put yeah. crack cocaine on me and <laughs> wait, 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 wait. yeah because doesn't he say not yeah, that the one. second one like the second he one he says I did that one but that first one put him in the hole and like. Yeah, he oh, says. Yeah, you because he also prison. said it was a cop, just like yeah, just like Roundtree says he took me. At 19, and he put drugs in my pocket, and mm-hmm. I went to prison, and so this city yep. owes me. And that's what he does say the line back. I did this yeah. one, though. He's like, I get time for that second crime, and I actually this did one you do got, that one. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you owe me. Yeah, he's so... It's, I'm telling you, he's like a Batman villain, just in the, in the making. Yeah. So then, after that, that's when, um, finally, Carradine says something, and he's like, you know, how about I go? we go and we get some coffee, and... You know, we have a little chit chat, yeah. and we oh, have one of the best scenes uh, in the movie scene. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's so good. Yeah. Carradine tells him, "Don't ever have anything that you can't walk out in yep. ten minutes." <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen like a better improv between two actors? Like it is just amazing the distance no. they cover in yeah. this conversation. Yep. It's just they're talking about the movie, but they're also just kind of winging it. Right, very like, casual. Really, they know the general direction. Yeah, but their conversation's amazing because, like, Carradine will keep answering back on things Moriarty says that are crazy to get him to elaborate. He's kind of playing it, with right? his mind a little bit, and that's how yeah. you know it's. Yeah, but that's how you know yeah. it's not written. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's just playing yeah. off. It. Yeah, and and you you feel like Carradine has the. Basically, he's kind of trying to pull this information, a little bit of information out before they ever pay him or get any of that done, and. I got afraid that he was going to do it. I'm like, Moriarty's going to well, and, and he do- almost does. He does. Like, yeah, he's Richard, Roundtree, Richard Roundtree that shows up, and it breaks, like, almost yeah. the, yeah, it breaks he the keeps flow. He saying, yeah, she's in a real tall building. Oh, it's she, yeah. huh? And he goes, yeah, she's got an egg up there, so I know she's mm-hmm. a mother, you know? And yeah. he goes, well, how'd she get out of the building? Oh, there's a big hole in this building. I yeah. can't believe you yeah. haven't seen it. It's this tall, really tall building with a big hole at the side of it. Yeah, you need a big tent. It's the shape of a cone. cone. Yeah, it's the shape of a amazing. Cone. Yeah, and Carradine's like, what? Like, what are we going to call up? Ringling Brothers? They're oh, I love the idea of bringing, like, a big old freaking, um, bringing, like, the tarp. Just yeah, a tarp, bringing a big tarp to like, cover the building was, yeah. to trap it. Well, what? Dan, you think that you're gonna hire a bunch of fucking people to sew no a fucking shit. tent that would have together to be that thing? Absolutely giant 
to put that and and to have helicopters. Yeah, and he do keeps it. talking about is that it. on Etsy. But that but that is his like it's his brilliant idea <laughs> because he even like calls back later to his like you should have. I love how I I love it. I love how that's the chip on the shoulder thing like. If you just but no, see, here's the me. perfect thing. Here's where they fucked up. Why do you want to put canvas? that big fucking circus tent over it? It's a bird, yes. and what right. happens when you put a cover over a bird's no, it makes cage? They go sense. to sleep. It does make no, sense. Yeah. Or it's just it's gonna trap. But them, it's also like, a childlike imagination like, right. of being able to create it's, such exactly. a big canvas that would cover the top of the Chrysler building. Because okay. right, it is. Because it gets it is even such better. a simple solution that is like he or he makes it sound so simple. Like it is the mm-hmm. just throw a net on it. Like it is that. And like, this is where I knew it was improv because when he says that, Caradino's like, "Really? Well, how are we gonna do this?" And he's like, "Look, yeah, you're gonna get a up. big fleet of helicopters." And Caradino yeah. just starts yeah. laughing. It's like, yeah, yeah he's, he's loving it. He's like, loving he's it. Just- <laughs> he's loving yeah. it. I want them to play right of the. Uh, he's like you get all the you get every helicopter he has played a nazi city, before okay and they're all gonna <laughs> uh, moriarty they're all gonna hold yeah. part of the the tent and they're gonna drop it over this really large building with the whole i can't believe you guys haven't found this yes right a solution and I, I do like when they bring up um i think Carradine brings up his girlfriend he's like what's a white chick doing with a guy like me she wants to rehabilitate me she wants to control me oh god she, yeah. she can go shake her yeah. tambourine yeah. somewhere wow. else wait <laughs> That was really like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, uh, also, yeah, because Carradine's like, yeah, you're upsetting your girlfriend. And he's just like, fuck her yeah. at this point. You know what yeah, I mean? He's, like, he's, I don't need he's her. got I don't power need now. Tell me. Well, again, because now he's becoming the complete dick, right? Because yeah. guess who he needed yeah. when he was a junkie? Guess uh-huh, who he needed right. when he was in jail? Guess who he needed so he could sleep on her couch when he gets out of jail? But now. That now he thinks he's going to get a million bucks. So, of course, yeah, he thinks he's going to be able to get any woman that he wants, sweet-talking him while he's living yep. in fucking Las Vegas. All yeah. of this written in Yeah, it's days. insane, man. Yeah. Um, Carradine. Yeah. And, and we have to give credit to uh, Richard Roundtree in this scene, too, because after this whole conversation, he comes in and the look on his – like, he's, he's coming into this diner just to get yeah. coffee or whatever – and the look when he sees those two sitting together and talking, oh, he's so pissed. It's an amazing mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Yep. He's pissed, he's annoyed, but he's also like, yeah, yeah that figures. Like, just like yeah, this. Because he doesn't, he already Carradine hates can Carradine. Plays, you can tell from this yeah. point. Yeah, like, he doesn't no. like Carradine. He hates Moriarty. Because Carradine sees him read. The, yeah. the shade of yeah. gray in between criminals and good, like justice. Like, there's a shade of gray that you can utilize. He, to yeah. to better like to, as a benefit you know to law enforcement but i think roundtree is more old school just black and white like you're breaking the law so yeah. you're a piece of shit yeah, but- you need to go to prison but that's yeah. why they call it good cop bad cop because right. i think doesn't even more already say something like that good something cop bad like cop that. at some point I, he might but this is the best part though is like just seeing roundtree like it, it interrupts the conversation and it turns uh, Moriarty back to like more of the um, he sucks it back sin- in. Yeah, he sinister like, side of he's it. He's not so casual yeah. because he's like I yeah. almost gave it up. Yeah. I By the way, gave yeah. it uh, away. Moriarty like, kind of reminded me of Tim in a in a little bit section. Like if Tim was in this movie. I was just getting ready to say because no, he's no, a no. stupid loser. And then you said, "By the way, that guy <laughs> well, reminded no, no. me of Tim." That guy <laughs> shut up for Karen one time. He, like tells him like, um, you know, like he he's trying to explain to him about the serpent, and then 
freaking Moriarty says, look, I've seen this bitch move. She can go wherever she wants. And I was like, that's something Tim would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's I've right. seen this bitch move. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yo, that bitch fucking serpent will chase you up a tree. <laughs> it was so good. I laughed my ass off. I do gotta say, Tim, not in the the junkie way, okay, or the criminal way. But there is, yeah, not all that stuff. There are some parallels between you and Moriarty's character. I think this might be why I love a, this movie. Yeah, a thousand thoughts a minute, can shut up. To him, you know, no filter. Yeah, it, it really is. Thinking yeah, is a big is. shot. Until he gets humbled by a pole. Yeah, by the way, uh, Mike, uh, next time you want me on the grind band, I want a million dollars. And Daniel, you're going to pay the taxes. I can't even pay my own taxes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, imagine that call. Uh, Yes, IRS, I'm going to have to pay for another guy. His name is Tim Yobo. Uh, He's making a million dollars this year, but I have to pay I just found out about taxes. I saw it on the news. There's actually a box where you can put in all the Legal earnings yep. from yeah, being they a do drug, that. drug dealer. Do that. Yeah. yeah. How does that work? It works exactly like you said because they just want to pay so that they can just have that part of the crime. So away if from I'm them. a big fucking cocaine dealer, okay, yes. and I live in let's say Texas, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fill out my tax, I'm going to put down that I made thirteen million dollars this year selling cocaine. Tim, don't rock the boat. If you pay them. They don't yeah, give they a don't fuck care if you're anymore. not if you're not out there so there's killing no, somebody. Uh, yeah, or... but that's what's crazy about. It. Well, I guess you, you, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because then they want everybody to pay because, like, look, we won't rat you out. But isn't that kind of crazy? Because you're putting your name, your social security, your birth date, and your fucking no, no, no. They don't down. use their real names. So the other thing too is apparently no, they wait, file. How's that work? Because they file it anonymously, but they use the same alias all the time, so that like if they ever did get caught, there is a connection of hey, that money came out of an account, man. So if you can connect yourself to the account, they know who it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was wondering about. Yeah, because I, if you use a fake name and you, you get caught, then all right, yeah, my name is Joe Smith. I pay my taxes. No, 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 no. You don't pay your taxes in cash. You pay it one of two ways, right? From a check or from a credit card. But that's under your real name. Necessarily. I just got to get there. Just got to get there. That's another breaking. That's breaking They're, another they law. Don't well, yeah, they don't, don't care. Yeah, they don't think they're concerned they about money. breaking the law. The whole point yeah, is true. you can't get them on that. They've paid it. They've Because a lot of criminals money. have gotten fucked over Capone. because of taxes. Because they didn't pay their taxes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's always so a it's tax. Just get them paid. Yeah. Like that is get them paid if you're doing shit, illegal shit. Look, man, do you know the way they know you're not paying your taxes, right? Is if you you report to them that you make like sixty grand a year, yet you just yeah, bought a three million obvious. dollar home. They know right away. So they who need to, to look see at. that you're That's spending <laughs> you're spending that much in taxes compared because of what you own, you know, so mm-hmm. Cause guess who knows yeah. if you got a Who mortgage. cares how it gets done? It just has to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we do see. I like the, when the reporter comes through and he's like, "The city needs me now. Get me Rupert Murdoch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get me Rupert. Oh my God, that was amazing. He's like, "I want Rupert Murdoch here, <laughs> taking my picture." And it's get so real because camera. it's that Bring moment Murdoch where he's trying to remember his name. Like, what's his name, Rupert? You know, like that's so yeah. Because yeah, I think eighty one, eighty two. This is just when yeah. he bought the New York Post. Yeah, you know? this is. Yeah. And I love that he says, get yeah. him down here. I, I want, want his arm around himself, me. Taking yeah. my picture. 
Because <laughs> there is no demand no. too big at this point. Oh, yeah, There's and he no... does say, yeah, I want my yeah. picture with him. It's <laughs> insane. Like, he is just long. I've never seen anyone go from, like, just a shitty kind of self-destructive person to, like, I own this bit. It's very Tim-like. he... <laughs> At the end of the day, he yeah. does have an yep. ace in the hole, he right? He does, because we, we go do. to the building. Yep. Oh, well, then we do see the uh, lawyer. So he does He does. Oh, exist. yeah, then the lawyer comes in and it's like, yeah, yes. okay. All a briefcase here. full of money, it's which perfect. is amazing, yep. right? <laughs> tax free. Well, thanks to the police department and the city. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to pay the tax on the um, taxes, yeah. and And he still is big on, like, you know, when they go back to the building, he's still big. I do like the scene, though, where they're, like, in the Chrysler building, and he's so hyped. Like, you can see his excitement. Yeah, he's yeah. giddy. Go like, up there and get him. Up yeah, to, to a point. point. Yeah. You go get him. Because then he does not want yeah, to do Yeah, because this is, he's a low-level yeah, criminal telling cops what to do. This yeah. is like when I play hockey with my friend Vols, and I'm like, you stupid moron, <laughs> shoot! No. Like, do I have to tell you to shoot? <laughs> Every cop should have a partner without a gun, and they just tell them when to shoot. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of, because, like, this is so great, because Carradine, like, and I don't quite, other than to keep Moriarty there in the action, and I don't know if it's part of calling his bluff, or I don't know what it is, but Carradine insists that he, like, hands him a gun and insists that he be like yeah. part of this yeah. and that's the callback because Moriarty makes that one line where he goes people yeah. are always handing me guns I love and it's that like, so he says revolvers oh yeah yeah why is everybody handing me a revolver but like I, I love it because that was that moment from in the car like yeah. at the, when we first saw him at like his mm-hmm. low point yeah. to here yeah. and it's like that's, that's the, gun the that connection they give, it's, it a revolver. Is, it's like a six, a six mm, it's good a writing. great thing about the character is now we know mm-hmm. he's never changed what's and he's what's so good is it's a crime guy. film you know partly a crime film he never shoots it ever he never shoots yeah a shot, he doesn't not one it's amazing wow it's like neo and the new matrix. <laughs> or you just use the force <laughs> the matrix force you know it is an interesting character thing it's like there is always that character arc thing and it's rarely used of your character failing to actually yeah. grow right they're right. presented with those opportunities and you don't really see this much in movies and and you know matt you know you as a writer i think could to speak to this right is usually yeah. you have that character arc where they succeed but mm-hmm. it's always right. fun to see one where yeah. they fail and this is right. one where he doesn't i mean it's honestly better, why i always like right? i like no. Mad Men because don draper is a piece of shit from the very beginning to the like he's just always a piece of shit mm-hmm. to the very end you're right there's so many points can't help in it. that can't show help it. where he could do the yeah. right thing he could grow right. and do the right thing, but you know what? He constantly does the same thing over and over again, which is just like yeah, he's destroyed. just broken. Just yeah, broken. Like yeah, it's almost like mm-hmm. he's addicted. To and it. obviously, Jimmy right. is uh, Jimmy Quinn is just broken. Yeah, hack. <laughs> but I know I love it, and like again, this is we've been talking a lot about film filmmaking these past few episodes for some reason, but like. This is a so such diametrically opposed to what you see in Sharky's. Machine, yeah, right? uh, something like, that was trying to be a this noir is such film. A, yeah, yes, but like this character yeah. is so much more complex than Sharky, right? And the way that he's presented with a way to grow, he's vulnerable for a moment. Like you never it. see, oh, um, mm-hmm. you never you never see Sharky be vulnerable ever, really. No, I would say even David Carradine mm-hmm. is a more drawn out character. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody is a character in this movie, which is really fascinating for being it's a kaiju insane. movie, right? Yeah. Like, and you think, right. of, yeah, just 
how like the Emric Godzilla tried that same approach and just failed spectacularly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. this is Jesus. I mean, what are we gonna do with that? This movie? is the same yeah, movie never. we're talking about all this yeah. in, with filmmaking, and it's in, in in this very same movie we get to hear Carradine say something like, "Hey, get ready to fry up seven hundred pounds of bacon because we're about to have some breakfast." <laughs> yeah, it's, and that's okay. And again, that's so one good, of the best dude. things, though, right? Like, bec- because we've just gone from this like scene of like this guy like on top of the world thinking he's finally getting his chance to we're gonna now um fire multiple egg. guns <laughs> at a stop, stop motion, motion. <laughs> with an egg and at then and then the, yeah a little, the, the a little baby serpent just gets fucking destroyed Oh, oh they Murphy. God. You're right. I would have been right? so yeah. funny if you did that. I wonder if when Tana saw this movie, he thought. My favorite part is when Carradine goes uh, to Moriarty. He goes, come on up here. Come up here. And, yeah. and then he comes up and Moriarty sees the egg and then the thing's still alive and they shoot yeah. it again and Carradine yeah. goes, yeah. That was just a twitch. It's a reaction. Like he... He and is, he's fucking like, with them because he goes, "What are you afraid yeah. of?" And Moriarty's going down the ladder. He's yeah. like, "What am he's I like, doing? Nope. Why am I here?" Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, why is he there to begin with? Exactly. That's what I kept because wondering. Because he's messing with him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, like him. He wants to see him. He wants to see him freak out. See, that's the thing. Richard Roundtree wants to smack Carity him around, really but like that would. Yeah. Carradine knows how to get to uh, it, mind like. games, dude. Yeah. Mind yeah. games. Oh, that's right. He wants to make him break the yep. contract so they get a refund. Well, exactly, and that's the other thing. It's like that's another thing about Carradine is you know yes he's the good cop and he's like sympathetic and he's listened, but he's also been like a couple moves ahead. I mean, Carradine gives you that vibe too. like he I mean, probably is- has done some crooked cop shit. You know what I mean? Because he's oh, willing yeah. to do that in order to get the upper hand on somebody. Like, he's willing to help this guy because right. he's going to get the bigger criminal. You know, so you could tell. You know what's really right. interesting? Exactly. When you guys are still talking about this, right, and the characters and everything like this is happening in a monster movie, can you tell me any amount of the uh, the same type of things about characters in Alien or Aliens? Even though those yeah. are great movies, right? And it's like right. great movies wrapped but around with- monster movies. They right. still don't have this level of characterization. No, no, like, no. Not, not even. And they're close, longer, right? I think. I don't know anything about <laughs> yeah, Ridley. I think they're longer films. You know, I mean, how many movies are Ridley? I don't even right. know anything about. She has about a cat him. and yeah. she has a kid, right? She's a tough chick, right? No, no. This one, I, honestly, <laughs> I think you could put it up against so many movies that do this, uh, try this exact same thing. They give you like a. Um, a crazy premise and then put characters that you're supposed to be able to relate to in it and say like, now you're going to feel like the danger or whatever more immediately yeah. because you get it. I mean, that was, that was the conceit behind Cloverfield, the, the original, why it was, you know, the trying to use the found footage aspect to see a Godzilla <laughs> movie. movie. Well, but, but that was the whole point though, right? It's like what, what yeah. these movies always fail at is making you be able to connect to how dangerous it Cloverfield feels. Lane so, I like Cloverfield better. Lane, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was great because yeah. it wasn't a Cloverfield. Yeah, exactly. Well, it kind of was. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, that's a great of. example Eventually. of, like, you have the monster setting outside, but, like, it's a yeah. great movie wrapped yeah. within that. Right. Right, exactly. But it's just weird, again, when you take... When you go and look at it and say, oh, no, they did it all perfectly in this movie that seems like... No one should care. Like, this should be a little like. I mean, less than a week. 
Like they, he's yeah. just yeah. like, hey, I have some money. I have a hotel room. I'm just going to make this other it's movie. Insane. Yeah. But God, didn't he get cocaine and hookers? <laughs> it's. I mean, dude, Didn't and this time. movie should have been sponsored by Coke because I I'm confident that that's a huge reason why this was done. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Richard Roundtree is drinking uh, Diet Pepsi. Yeah. I think well, a, I meant coke. Yeah, I meant cocaine. There's a couple of coke cola oh, machines, okay. but yeah, he's drinking. Coke, coke. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pepsi too. <laughs> yeah. Moriarty's oh. got those uh, that cocaine. Oh, red. the fentanyl <laughs> of, of yeah. colas. I don't know. I, part of me also just thinks this, you know, like, I know Moriarty at some point, like, had some drinking He stopped drinking in, like, I don't know where or something, was. but like, he was he was pretty much a drunk most right. of his career early on. But, like, obvious. I think a lot of, there's, there's some pretty nat- natural, like, crazy here, too, that is. But you know just, what, Matt? This is the thing that we don't have anymore. Like, we don't have people who are kind of mm-hmm. off being yeah. writers or directors well, we or Jared actors. Leto. I mean, well, yeah, no, that's but like too far though. We just don't so. have this anymore, right? Because no. like there used to be like, you know, that one guy who wrote like Red Dawn and all those other action oh, yeah, movies. Mil- like he's a fucking Milius. nut, right? Yeah. And yeah. like we just don't let people make movies like that anymore. No. Like there, it's very sanitized and it's just full of mm-hmm. rich people yeah. mostly. Yeah. Well, it's just too much yeah. money. I mean, on everything a is analytics. Yeah, everything is analytics. It, right? And the problem with someone that is like you know. That has that Cohen energy or that Moriarty energy is th- there's too many variables um, in order to measure how successful yeah. it's going to oh, be. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah. yeah. I love watching Michael Moriarty on screen. I would. It, never he would be terrifying. Yeah. Like, no, I can guarantee you, he's a be tough. piece of shit. Yeah, horrible it would person. Be tough. But yeah. man, you put a fucking very Kinski like in the sense that you put a camera on this guy and it's a fucking amazing yeah. art. Yeah. You know, like. That's a great yeah. comparison, Daniel. He's got oh my god, like a yeah, guy you no. definitely wouldn't want to meet, but you're gonna see his. I'll be Kinski right? when I go to hell, but uh. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Hey, do you want to meet Klaus? Yeah, no, I'll see him in hell. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, we got plenty. I'm gonna of go on his little sled in the crawl space and have a good time, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's fucking amazing, man. This movie has so many layers to it, and it's it's packaged in a little like monster movie. It's so weird. Yeah, and it's just the last fifteen. Minutes yeah, the last fifteen minutes is hunting the right. wings. Well, I was gonna say yeah, we go back much. and forth. They don't even really they just hunt. Wait it. for it. It just comes back and they shoot it. It, it kills Richard Roundtree. Oh, where he gets scared mime. by oh, yeah, the kite. Oh, the mime. Oh, that the mime. Oh my god, the best line. He Who takes up the change? Money. But when yeah. Rowtree, when Rowtree uh, says it, this is the best. This is my favorite part yeah. in the movie, is <laughs> because I thought a line before he said it is Rowtree <laughs> sitting there and he goes, "This is insane." There is oh, a when he's in the car, demon. Yeah, he goes. There's a winged demon flying over oh, the city, grabbing people, <laughs> and he goes. Then he looks in the back seat and he goes, "But I'm taking advice from a cop dressed like a mime." <laughs> I tell you, he's right. like yeah. the down to earth, just real fucker. Like he just yes. can't believe this is his life. I know, but I, <laughs> like, it was crazy because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "This movie is wild, anyways," because there's a cop dressed like a mime, and then yeah, he, he pointed said it. it out. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, oh my this god. Like, yeah. If Shaft was guest yep. starring on the X Files, he'd be like, "What the fuck?" In a modern yeah, movie yeah, now, yeah. Would have, they would have, for some reason, he would have removed the mime makeup, but he stays in it while they're still like fighting crime. <laughs> oh, it's so funny! Yeah, but when it kills Roundtree, it just yeah. grabs him off a roof, and then he won't scream. He, yeah. He's 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 mute because Roundtree <laughs> like, is brave, he can't dude. scream. Like he's, he's like, terrified. you know what? This is my fate. 
Oh, no. no, 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 the mind. Oh, the guy oh, he's the mind. acting like he it. He's like, mouth yeah. no scream comes out. Yeah. He's still he's a been character. talking the whole time. So yeah, he's, he's a method cop. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Because yeah, I guess the most obvious thing here is they realize that probably the Aztec um, cult guy was probably yeah. the guy. By the way, at the museum. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, there's like no other suspect. There is that so, part of the I mean, museum where he carves he up another guy. Uh, and by the way, that's, that wants him um, to not stop. That's another Carradine. That he was up. it? Yeah. Oh, is that yes. one of the other Carradines uh, getting sliced wow. open? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The it's guy who's like an uncle. The guy right? who says, yeah. I'm and cold. by the way, he's naked. Oh, yeah. He just goes toward a cop, and the cop shoots him. He's like, I thought he was going to attack me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> by the way, that was an amazing character moment of a guy we're only going to yeah. see for one scene, right? The guy like, who's like, yeah. Holy like, shit. Like, because he goes, I, th- I, th- I didn't want to shoot him. He, he, he yeah. didn't at me. It was insane. Was yeah, great. and I think it was that fear thing. Like, this is a guy allowing someone to fucking slice open his chest. He gets up. He's naked. Yeah, like, what's so he going to do if he gets the fuck out? Yeah. You're like, like, oh, shit, I'm just going to shoot this dude <laughs> in the fucking chest. And then, um, and then the little guy from, um, from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> little Indian guy, he goes off and they, they chase him. I had never seen this. Like, I've never um, – I'm trying to think of his name. It's uh, I think it's, like, Sash. Uh shit, Shelly, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> God damn it! Hold on, let me think about it. Let me think. Shelly Desai, um, Shelly Desai, yeah, he plays Kahia, oh, okay. and he's the cult leader of this neo Aztec cult, and um, he's the one that's been doing all the slicing and dicing and wearing the eagle head and the cool wings, and um, so he's um deceptively fast uh he's able to get away from the cops he goes yeah. to the roof he plays a little hide and seek and he gets kind of saved by the winged serpent because it's able to get round tree um as we mentioned earlier and he gets out free by the way wouldn't it have been funny if the mime cop brought out a fake gun like just his hand <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so or funny. or if he put himself like in a box and then like we just saw the uh the winged <laughs> serpent like, butt up against it like, couldn't reach him <laughs> Like, he shoots the gun, nothing happens, and he turns the gun, points it himself, yeah. looks at it, like, what? <laughs> that would have been such a great little comedic cutaway. Like, all these other guys are using the machine guns on it. He's just like, da, 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 da. like, he's shaking your shoulders. Like, da, 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 da. do you know? <sighs> yeah, and Carradine just And the thing about this movie is, that wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, no, be I, it totally wouldn't have broke it. No, it like, would have worked. I, I don't yeah. think I. Yeah. It somehow would not have broken it. Like, it's like that. Yeah. Where made this movie yeah, fucking fantastic. This movie allowed itself to have so much leeway over just insanity. Now, at the so wait, okay, the kills Roundtree and then goes back to the Chrysler building, or no, he goes to the Chrysler mm-hmm. building for the first time, yep. right? Because they killed the egg. Because this is where we get my like favorite shot in the movie after they like shoot it and it seems to like leave. And Carradine turns his back to the like, the, the gaping hole, yeah. and it oh, sneaks yeah. up on him. Yeah, that was great. Because then he looks <laughs> back and he goes, "Whoa!" And he's like scared, like a yeah. jump scare. He's telling everyone, "Just stay in your positions, don't it's move." Like, oh. And then the serpent just comes through, like, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> yeah, like it just pops in, and then like, I I, just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "I can't believe this damn monster!" Like, just snuck <laughs> no, up it's on someone. giant. Because I would mid-air, you would like, hear those wings, like you would hear like a right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Feel the wings, insane, right? Yeah, yeah. You um, would to hear that shit. I mean, you hear birds when they fly off. 
Can you imagine a dragon-sized serpent? Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Imagine dragons. Nope. Let's just give no. it. Let's just be quiet for two seconds. <laughs> just let that one sit. So they, so kill, they kill it. it. <laughs> I like that he lands on a building and just kind of bleeds out, and we get some good little stop motion. He lands oh, on building number seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Plus, isn't this where we cut back to Michael Moriarty and he's doing something with his belt buckle again? Is yeah, he does this weird the, nervous tick where he. Like, you know that yeah, was a that was a choice. That was a like, choice. He's closing sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. So when he gets nervous, he just takes and his pees. dick out. Yeah. No, yeah, maybe that, that's what's yeah. going on with me. Yeah. On a cup. <laughs> He's a nervous peer. I'm yeah, actually Daniel, quite a brave peer, peer, though. Ah. Yeah. Two Daniels, one cup. <laughs> now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> oh, God. No, don't. So how much time... Because then, wait, is the next thing, the the little final... The, basically, it's the final scene where we cut to Moriarty... In his like hotel room. Yeah, he's been right? staying in a shitty yeah. hotel. They haven't so been able to find to get, him. Yeah. The cops have been looking for him, but he's now. How yeah. much? And we didn't mention they took his money away. Uh, I think it's I don't like know if we, we mentioned that, but yeah, yeah, like because Carradine yeah, really. joked with him. He's like, "You're not getting any of that shit, man." Right? Okay. Oh, that's right. Then he goes back to his girlfriend one more time, does he? Or that scene already happened? Yeah, he does go try to go back. To her. Yeah, he goes back. Yeah, that's why he says that he's yeah. going to send for his things. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because because he's so dramatic too. He's like, you know what? And if I don't show up. Just throw it in the incinerator. <laughs> yeah, he says that word. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. He's so the incinerator. But also, it's a great thing of uh, building a character, right? So he failed mm-hmm. in his arc, and now he's yeah, got he to deal with the back. consequences, right? Yeah, he tries mm-hmm. to go back, but nobody's going to let him. The girlfriend's done with yeah. him. Carradine said, you're not getting any of that money. None of that shit was real. We're not going to hold up the immunity, yeah. you dumbass. Like, you're not getting yeah. anything, man. Like, you could just fucking kill the president of the United States and you're not going to go to jail? <laughs> so he got played again, which is a, yeah. just like what happened in the beginning of the movie, right? So he never grew. He got yep. played again. Because he's, the, right? du- he's yeah. the he's just the dumb guy that's just easy to trick. And the, the obviously, the city does not give a fuck about protecting you or helping you. They're going to play the game. And then just watch you fail. Yeah, you know uh, this reminds me. It, it reminds me a lot of the movie. Uh, it's a Scorsese movie, another New York movie. Is mm-hmm. uh, Mean Streets. In yeah. that movie, yeah. uh, De Niro is the same type of character, right? Like he's just a scumbag, and he always makes the wrong decision. And at the end, guess what happens? Things don't work out. He and doesn't change. Yeah, no. no. I like the consistency of it. Um, it's so good, and then at some point he's yeah he's at his hotel and he and he's still kind of st- he's still holding on to the pride because he looks out the window he says I saved you New York like you know You're right yeah. yeah mine really he's or- got a little like fucking right? you can almost see story. that yeah that glimmer of like a legend yes. in his own mind like moment of like you know what he'll be saying they this in bars for years and he's gonna yes. be roaming around <laughs> yes roaming around on subways and bars telling everybody yeah. how he saved the city. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's why I was so worried. I, I kind of forgotten about like this last little bit. I was like, "Don't do a twist where he dies," because like I, I want to know that that character continues on. Like, oh, where this um, was great. Wow. Shelley comes what in. Happened? Like this was. So yeah, the good. the cult leader comes through. Yeah, and I love the. It's honestly, you know, we have this monster, and none of it's really scary. But this part was scary, where you hear a yeah. knock on the door, and he opens it. And no one's in the hallway, and he's like, what's going on? And then this fucking cult guy comes out of nowhere, like out of the fucking shadows, like a ninja. Yeah. 
And you know what's crazy? <laughs> if it ended with him ranting in his hotel room, we would have been just like, well, he was a bad guy yeah. all along. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, because of this, right. we're back yeah. to feeling bad for him yeah. and worried And he's about so him. stubborn because right. all he has to do, he, you know, the cult leader's like, you need to say this prayer and you can sacrifice because you're a traitor oh, yeah, to pray. the serpent. But if you say this prayer, I can sacrifice you and the serpent will come back. That's basically what we're doing. And and. Yeah, but yeah, then he also like, says nope. that he can't he has kill to him say the prayer. He says right, the yeah. prayer. And like, yeah. all right, problem solved. He's like, I yeah, don't, I don't pray, pray. I didn't pray when I was in Catholic or, school. Or, like, I didn't pray, pray for the cops. The I prayed for <laughs> like, nobody. Pray for I don't pay guy. taxes. So, but you know what this is, though? This is a last-minute character redemption. Because he's given yeah. the opportunity, right? So if he says he the prayer, then you know what? Everybody who fucked him over yeah. is going to die, okay? Yeah. Because that thing's coming back and it's yep. taking out the city, right? But right. Then he ha- no, but then he has to die, so he's still saving himself. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, yes, he's saving himself, but also he makes the right choice in that respect, Tim, of like, he doesn't get yeah. the revenge. He's not going to bring you know back I mean? the serpent. Yeah. Like, he's not going to... Yeah. Yeah. But for him to get the revenge, he has to die, yeah. correct? Yeah, but like in this case, so, like the the knife's on his neck, Tim. Like it's your, yeah, he could have been dying what. regardless. Yeah. like he doesn't know, you know. So he could have been like, you know what? Fuck all those people. Fuck Richard Roundtree. Mm-hmm. Fuck David Carradine. Fuck my girlfriend. Yeah, the, you know what? Yeah, if I'm gonna yeah, die anyway, he would rather die without die saying the prayer because he doesn't know if the cult guy's just gonna kill him anyway. He doesn't know this guy at all. No, but the he cult guy know, says, I, know, but I he doesn't can't know kill this you. Guy's, like, he can't kill. Yeah. Just crazy and just going to kill him anyway. See, I'm always the one that, like, if ever if I was ever taken hostage by somebody crazy, I would play with their crazy. Yeah, I know, that's I'd what we like, do yeah, with you, right. Tim. That's literally that what I do with you every episode. To get us. <laughs> the same thing with me, man. They're out to get me, too. That's why they brought us together. Yeah. It's us versus them, man. Come on, give me a gun. Let me fuck. <laughs> Let's fucking kill some people. And then you shoot the guy in the head. It's iced tea. Um... <laughs> and so it, then Carradine comes in and just shoots this guy in the back and we get one of those classic like this guy does not die situations holy right. shit mm-hmm. how many times and Carradine yeah. super excessive force because the guy is not going to be able to do anything Fuck else me. and he still just goes back he up he keeps shooting and... him and he says that joke to Moriarty he's like man some guys just don't stick it out <laughs> you know <laughs> by the way though beautiful fucking mask right heavy Unpractical as all hell, but beautiful fucking mask. You mean the eagle mask? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, Yeah, you're just harkening back to the mask that... I know. What a random... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're trying to close this out, and he's going back to the middle of the movie where we see him in a mask. (laughs) No, we see him in the middle of the mask. Oh, yeah, he's wearing it when he tries to kill it. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah, that's right. He puts it back on. Like, the guy who saved him right it was like somebody still cares yeah. about him right yeah he cared enough to find uh, him. now i get to live with you <laughs> no because they oh, have that no. amazing part where carradine yeah. saves him right and when he's walking out moriarty uh is walking down the hallway and carradine says something to him and he goes the fuck do i know mm-hmm. and then walks off right and i love that part because carradine yeah. just mutters it to himself and it was like that real bookend of the beginning and it's really and cool because even jimmy quinn says like you know i don't want to because carradine says your girlfriend's waiting for you he's like no i don't i don't want to go back to her this time you know he's, she's been taking care of me all these years i want to get straight i want to get a job and then i'm gonna go to her see so what's he do yep. he grows, grows a little grows bit a just a little bit we, you yeah. know yeah so yes. that's the whole thing uh, 
See, I think the girlfriend. Yeah, but she him. still always loved him. Well, but she did. Yeah. But she'll always accept him back, Tim. Like, how many times have they been through that mm, breakup? Right. Then um, true, after that, right, after right. But so then was the. What, so hold on. It's hold so on. Was, that's what, what he says. What the fuck do I he know? Says, was that really improvised? I'm trying to remember what you say. Well, I mean, <laughs> if that's a bookend to the end, the beginning of the end of the movie, yeah, was that it, really I improvised? Mean, well, they could have shot it later and then yeah. realized that it just worked. Yeah. It kind of I mean, you, a dude, a lot of these okay. movies, dude, are being written while they're being shot, right, Mike? <laughs> like a lot of these are, yeah. And this one, I think it so, definitely I mean, was, yeah. He's just kind of but, filling uh, the blanks. So and then uh, from there, we get some aerial shots and we zoom into uh, the the. Uh, to one of the scenes of Death Wish 3. Another and <laughs> see a, 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 a <laughs> building that's cracked open, and we see an egg, and the egg cracks, we zoom in, end credits. And really quick, there's one piece of trivia about, I think it's that it's that egg, yeah. the, the, the second one, um, that they <laughs> left it there. And I guess people found it Holy years later shit. and had no idea what the hell was there. Wow. That's a imagine getting imagine having the, the prop, film, the like, egg prop from Q. Yeah. <laughs> but like, can you imagine like being the new like owner of a building and like yeah. going up into your attic Insane. or whatever? And be like, what the? <laughs> so as you know, I like to do a quick impression of the movies I cover, and this is a segment I like to call "Quick Impressions." Fuck. <laughs> <Like. clears throat> Quick impressions. A man died yesterday. You've been sitting on this damn information. You could have prevented it. How does that make you feel? Like a hero! Because I'm preventing tomorrow's death, and the day after that, and the day after that, so you can kiss my ass in public, because I'm that Johnny Carson shit. Thank you so much. This is <laughs> quick impression. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Right up there with Michael Moriarty himself. I don't know how to do a New York accent, so I just did something else. So, guys, as you know, I like to rank these movies by my favorite mustaches. You have the Full Fu Manchu recommendation, the Walrus Mustache recommendation, the Horseshoe Mustache recommendation, and the Toothbrush Hitler Mustache for Burn This Movie in Hell. And you're welcome to be creative and go in between as you, as you would like. So... What would y'all like to give this mustache? I'm going to start with Matt. Actually, what Matt? What would you give this this uh, movie? Uh, gotta go. Oh full yeah! Food Damn! <laughs> Holy shit! I wasn't expecting yeah. that from you because you seem kind of on the fence about this movie. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. It's a weird movie that it, I it's uh, it's it's. I think this is exactly what I've needed for a while is like to actually just talk about it because it's like now it's like, oh, yeah, no, wait, that's why this movie yeah. always sticks with me. Like, you know, when you just watch it, sometimes you walk away, you're like, what the hell was up with that movie? But now it's like, no, oh, no, yeah. no, this was a, this is great. How about so, you, Tim? Wolf, who met you? Two man <laughs> Love this. You're going to come up with something. <laughs> Two man And how about you, Mike? <laughs> I'm going with Tim's. I'm also going to Manchu. This is um, this is this is a great, like literally a great movie. No, no yep. joke. No, I'm not just saying that because it's for a podcast or something. This is a great movie. It reminds me kind of what Matt was saying. The whole thing is just like a weird fever dream. It reminds me of almost like um, mm-hmm. Phantasm in that way that I'm watching, yeah. going like, "The fuck am I watching?" Like, yeah, it's so yeah. weird. But it works, and I absolutely loved it. So, double 
Double yeah, Fu Manchu, I, whatever you uh, said. Two, two, Manchu. <laughs> two Manchu. I do two give Manchu. this the full Fu Manchu recommendation as well, and I do agree with the two Manchu recommendation. I might need to add that to the T-shirt. Um, I really do. I really did enjoy this movie even more watching it for the third time. And I remember kind of being bummed out about some of the, um, you know, the animation of the of the serpent and some of the gore. But then when you yeah, watch nah, the movie, as you get to know the story more and the characters, none of that really matters as much. And you're just happy with what no, you get. No. Yeah. And it was at the time. In 81, they didn't even yeah, have those... fucking computer graphics back then. Larry so. Cohen was so smart, man. He, he put like a real movie and he's like, I'll get a bunch of dumbasses to go see it by putting yeah. a monster in it. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Genius, <laughs> man. And so I loved it. And it, hey, guess what? It sold more tickets than the other fucking movie yeah. he made that came out the same week. Hi, right? <laughs> Jury. Yeah. I just the name of that movie just fucking. <laughs> I, the so Jury. bad. Yes. Yeah, Mickey Spillane novel or fucking David David Carradine. So does that mean like keep your eye mm-hmm. on the jury, look at them? You it's are the, the prequel jury. to iRobot. Uh, <laughs> so exactly. So, uh, Mike, do you have any plugs for the show? Um, on the yeah. podcast. Tim, do you have any plugs for the show? <laughs> uh, I'll be on the Grand and you are podcast. you are co-host of the Bloody Bits Horror Show. What's that website again? Yes, Bloody Bits Horror Show, and now we're doing some action movies too, or uh, as Eddie likes to say, action. Sean puns in that show. Just if you love puns, that pun work needs (laughs) work. If you love puns, listen to the show. And Matt, do you have anything coming up? Anything we should be reading? What what do you What do you recommend? What's going on? Um, got comic book stuff that is still just nice, nice little ways off, percolating. Yeah, but. But it's coming, and uh, if you could just uh, check my Twitter account where I'll put the updates, it's at Matt Begins nice, nice. on Twitter, and there will be plenty of information soon. So we're on the; it's much sooner now than it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, and if before, you like that dinosaur so. bird thing that Matt likes to retweet, um, you'll very much enjoy his Twitter yeah. account. Exactly, Shoe Bill. This is Shoe yeah, Bill approved. Um, I'll do a plug for Daniel real quick. Um, if you see a man in public pissing into a glass <laughs> yeah. or putting his stick <laughs> Give him a, a chain tip. link fence. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Um, you know, Come up and shake streams, his hand. Right? Don't be afraid. Let's do it. I mean, there's nothing closer than crossing streams with your boys. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yep. Is that what we're going to get meetup? in a circle? I'm, I feel like I'm a, wherever we are, the, the place is going to sit. Off the roof of the Chrysler building? <laughs> Do you know the guy that's pissing yeah. in that plant over there? We're going to get in a big circle and cross streams, <laughs> and Charlie's going to be in the middle. <sighs> Daniel the Plant Killer. Holy shit. You know how many people, like, who, your friends listen to this podcast, Daniel? Does mm, any of your family maybe listen? Maybe some. But it's fine. Thanks for having now us on the show. Now all those dead yeah, plants. Right. Uh, I really got Yeah. Go. All those relatives who didn't think they had a green thumb all of a sudden for some reason. I don't understand it. My whole life I've been raising beautiful yeah. plants in our house. Mike. Anyway, whenever it, was a, me, whenever it was a... Whenever it was a... Really gotta go. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I really did aim minute. for plastic Look at that. plants. Goodbye. Anyway, thanks guys so much. Y'all have a great day. Um, until you. next time, we'll talk to you later. Splatter. Bye. All right.